Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right. right. Yeah. Yep. April 1st was pretty terrible, though. Do you want to give us an April 1st story? Yeah, sure. So I didn't think my floor was going to be really into April Fool's, <laughs> but it got bad enough that the police got called to my floor. I was into <laughs> vandalism. Wow. <laughs> so like, people were graffitiing penises on the wall of the hallway. Um, they said they took all the furniture out of the lounge and barricaded the elevators with like giant tables and they put chairs in they, they had open back chairs that they pushed into the bottom legs so people couldn't prop them up and push them out of the way like they, went, wow. they duct taped the ra's door and sealed it completely it was terrible with the ra inside i don't know if he was inside or not well, it's the RA. It's not they like they a... go in when you open them, so he would have had to cut his way out with scissors if he wasn't there. <laughs> Is that like a, a student who looks after the, like an older student yeah. who looks after the hall? Okay, yeah, I've seen that in films. We didn't have that in England. Yeah, apparently you need. Do them. you have dorms in England? Yeah, universities have dorms, but there's no. There's Who no, watches uh... the dorms? Like, do they just let? Are, are Englishmen so proper that eighteen-year-old kids don't go crazy? Like. Well, I mean, you can drink at 18 in England, so it's pretty much debauchery from the moment you... Like, the first day you get to university, it's just, like, debauchery from that moment forward. Oh, yeah. I think I, you don't really want so to... So it's just, it's just go hog wild. No, one, no one's there to watch. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Neil, I think me and Greg are wrong on the stream. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Uh, oh, yeah, because oh. we never fixed you guys from the initial... All right, so can we get... Uh, Nick and Sean to kill their cams, and then sh then to turn them back on in that order. Okay. okay. Oh, wait, stop the video. There we go. There we go. First. Okay. There we go. There we go. Fantastic. Look well, at that. Perfect. Bam. Yes. Look yes. Wow. Good. Wow. Solid. Perfect. That is awesome. Uh, well, that's exciting. Uh, any yeah, of you other guys have something going on for April first? Um. No. 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 No hilarious Texan pranks for you, Croak? Texan pranks? No, I mean, we probably could have had Texas pranks, but uh, due to the, you know, funeral and service and stuff, we've been kind of a somber crowd. <laughs> that would make a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, we, my my family, uh, my brother, my my parents got together with some old friends um, the from El Paso days, and we went out and played billiards and had some beer last night, and that was a good time. That was the first time we've kind of gotten out and done our own mm -hmm. thing. We all, we all had a blast, but there was no real uh, April Fool's going on. Nice. Uh, Nick, do they, is April Fool's Day a thing in the UK? Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, I don't know. I didn't come across anything. It's it just all depends. I, I was out of work, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My office is kind of too serious. I can't imagine anyone doing any uh, <laughs> pranks. I'm too stressed oh. out. So, Yeah, it's it, it's entirely my fault. My dorm has a reputation for all the, the degenerates living there. And by that, I mean freshmen. <laughs> Does that include yourself as a degenerate? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a sophomore. So, <laughs> so you, you're no longer a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. no, even when I was, I just locked myself in my room all day. It was fine. Nice. So you know, if all of the students can't drink, like what do they do? They drink, drink anyway. They drink anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, they do that too. I mean, do you have like loads of people like taking drugs because you you can't buy alcohol or what? No, because uh, the drugs are illegal too, and they're yeah, easier to get alcohol. It's easier to get alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, yes and no. 
Yeah, I think, so I... I think if you are underaged, it's just as easy to get drugs as alcohol, if not easier in easier, some places. I would think, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's, in there's California and now Oregon and Denver and Washington. Yeah, I'm just speaking from a California perspective. Cause I know Outside as... of the Northwest, California, and Colorado, that's probably not true. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it really depends where you go. I, I was a good kid. I didn't I didn't even drink until I was 23. So I have no actual experience with this, but just from my friends and you know, people I've grew up with, uh, I think everything is pretty readily available. At least in California, Southern California. We're kind of yeah, that's how we are. It's the impression I got when I was in California. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a pretty chill place. Yeah, pretty much anything goes. But uh, enough about California and April Fool's Day. Let's talk Hardcore Heroes. Does someone want to give us a recap from two weeks ago? All right. I'll do my best as the resident recap person. All right. Um, So I think we started off investigating into um, my father's friend, Hiddens, who we suspected might be uh, responsible for poisoning him. Unfortunately, though, Hitchens was no longer around and had been killed. Stabbed in the back, found face down in the sea or in the the port. So we kind of investigated that for a little bit. All all things pointed back to this guy called Boren, who seemed to be price gouging all of the other merchants. And my father had run into him as well. But I don't know, there wasn't an obvious connection between the two. And I think that's kind of still an ongoing investigation. Then we had a uh, croak setting up some sort of incident where he basically found some other thieves and gave them a tip off of uh, a local merchant who had some gems who they should go and rob, but actually gave them Van Helsing's room. So that was kind of left uh, for now. And then in between all that, I went to meet my father's uh, girlfriend who turned out to be a siren. So we kind of resolved that pretty quickly. We went to the um, this town sheriff, went to some of the top clerics in the town, um, organized a way to fight back. And despite my father's um, insistence that, you know, she was doing nothing wrong, we went and kicked her ass and killed the siren. Father cursed me out, said he wished I'd never been born, and left, spitting in Van's face. You murdered um, his girlfriend in front of him. <laughs> yep. I kind of glossing over there that there was uh, a bit of tension between Van and the rest of the party as to how the siren should be handled, with the siren being an object of great beauty. Um, there was kind of some feeling that Chiss maybe would, would want to protect that, and Van kind of worked to stop us. However, um, our will was too strong, and the siren was destroyed. And then we returned to the inn just in time for the, the bandits to... The, the thieves to try and rob our room, which we'd set an ambush for them. Uh, and then I single hand, single-handedly killed three of them. <laughs> uh, I think, or two of them. Uh, they were vanquished pretty, pretty easily. Um, yeah, so we, we killed the siren, we did some investigation, and we uh, set up these thieves and killed them. I mean, I'm not sure what Croak's uh, endgame is for that, but maybe that'll be all re- <laughs> revealed at a later time. I th- oh, and I bought a dog, Scooby. Oh, Scooby. How could you forget Scooby? I totally yeah, forgot yeah. about Scooby. You gave us so many clues. <laughs> <laughs> and I got level three. So yes. That leads us into our next thing, Neil, where I'm going to roll for some spells. Right. So upon leveling, you just automatically pick up up to four spells. Uh, and you're yeah. going to roll for them. I am. All okay, right. Give me a second here. 
Yeah. All right. I'm living in the okay. okay, we'll wait. If I fail, like, more than two of these, I'm going to be so annoyed. All right. Do I want low? It's 75% chance, Neil. So what do I want? You want z uh, 1 to 75. 1 to 75. Okay. Let me... Uh... All right. So the first one, this is for ESP. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, invisibility. No! <laughs> I'm going to kill that guy. Alter better. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> you see, beforehand, he said, uh, I said, oh, actually, the rules are you can probably get like one or two flat out without the rolls. He's like, I got a 75% chance. We're going to go with the rolls. I'm going to get like three. That's going to be fine. <laughs> what, what's your yeah, fourth and final Think spell? Thinking Cloud. Okay. Woo. okay. Woo. At least we got that. Like, so you don't know how to read minds. You don't can't go invisible. I don't remember which other one was, but you can fart really good. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can summon the most putrid stench. Yeah. Neil, how many days did I put into uh, into sleep? I feel like you owe me some sympathy here. Oh, I'm sure you do feel that way. I think you put in eight days. You put I'm in a, max days. days. Yeah. yeah. All right. What other first level spells did you want to learn? Well, the only other one I can learn that's first level is alarm. Alarm. All right. Um, so, D2 days would have been spent learning Alarm. Why don't you roll me a, another chance to learn, see if you can pick up Alarm. Okay. Cool. There's some level 2 spells in there as well, though. Uh, but you weren't able to learn you those spells saying. until just now. Totally true. Alright. Alright. Cool. So, um, all spelled up. All geared up. You guys have... Yeah. 18 weeks until your plate mail is done. Oh, yeah, I haven't told you about that yet. Is it 18 or 16, Neil? 16. There okay. we go. Like, I know I have to do measurements, but have you told Ban about that yet? Um, I don't know. I don't think we had time to roleplay it last, last uh, episode. Um, if you want that to be a scene, um, we can do that. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I I feel like it'd be an interesting conversation. Like, how did... Like, how does Croak approach it? I don't think... Okay, I'll tell you how Croak approaches it. You're, you're feeling a little down, right? You're in the bar, and Croak uh, comes up and he says, uh, you have a play to drinking game? I have a... I have, me and my buddies, uh, before I came to Shybrook, uh, we used to play a game, see? We'd bet, see, uh, small tasks, and see... Uh, if I, I win, you drink, and if you win, I drink. You interested, Mr. Van? I know you've been feeling down lately. That siren thing was awful. Perhaps uh, perhaps this could get your mind off things, you know? Let it never be said. A servant of the goddess of beauty would never turn down a drinking game. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I'll go first, and I'll show you how it's done. I take a look around the bar, and I find some patron sitting close to us, and I say, all right, I bet you I can make that poor uh, sir there drinking at the bar get slapped by the barmaiden as she walks on by. Rude. And then 
as uh, sure enough, Barman comes by at some point, I'm going to reach out as, as stealthily as I can using all my years of bar experience and, and perhaps some thieving skills as well and pinch her butt really hard right as she walks by that guy. Try to make it seem like it's him. Give me a pickpockets check. Absolutely. Please roll a 100. Can we say I'm not wearing my leather armor? <laughs> mm, uh, if you normally wear it day to day, then you no, wear I it I usually now. do. Okay, yeah. That's a success, though. All right, so you give a... She walks by, you go around, give her a subtle pinch. Uh, not so subtle, like real aggressive. But... Well, yeah, yeah, but like, you know, subtle that no one, yeah. no one can see. She whirls around. Uh, there's only the one guy nearby. Takes the mug of ale that she had, dumps it over his head, and he turns in surprise. She gives him a, that's for that sort of look, and turns around and goes back to the bar to get another pitcher of ale. Well, I say they don't quite slap as easily as they do back in Shirebrook around here. I guess that one's on me. I'll drink, too. It was close enough. <laughs> mm. Your turn, Van. What do you got for me? I say, I bet, I'll bet you that I can make the next man walk out of this bar to trip over his own feet. Really? All right, I'm and interested. I go, <laughs> you know, I want to go find a broom somewhere. All right. Um, where do you find a broom in a bar? Just anything that's like a nice, like, small stick will do. Right, right. Fire poker. Something yeah, like there's a fire poker near the hearth. Yeah, so I, I grab one and I walk outside Sure. Like right outside the door. Okay. Yeah, we, we cast rage. trip on it while laying it like right outside the door, and I cast trip on it. <laughs> you have trip memorized. Yep, because it's a new day. <laughs> All right, trip. Uh, anybody who walks past that has to make a saving throw versus spell or trip over it because it's levitating slightly in the air. <laughs> That's such a mean spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, few minutes pass. Eventually, one of the patrons, a little bit off his rocker from too much ale, starts stumbling for the front door, presumably to head to the outhouse or something, and completely does not notice this thing levitating off the ground, hits it, falls flat on his face with a big flap, and just kind of lies there stunned for a moment. And then slowly... Fancy. <laughs> a few buildings down, just like watching from an alley, and just starts laughing. <laughs> I don't think Croak's a few buildings down. Croak is right outside, just like. <laughs> <laughs> the guy looks at Croak, gives you one of those, you luck fan at me, bub, huh? I sure am. You on the ground, son. That's the funniest thing I had done ever seen in this town. Look at that thing. You trip right over a fire poker. Are you kidding me? You had a bit too much drink, son. You better be getting home. He turns bright red and stumbles off in the opposite direction. <laughs> uh, Van comes back and grabs the fire poker, puts it back in its place in the bar, and sits back down. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Oh, boy. So then we both get drunk and... And how? what is this about? Plate mail? Okay, so I guess we, we trade back and forth for a while. We don't have to role play each and every one. Yeah. Uh, eventually, we, we, we've been drinking, and Kirk kind of lays his arm around Van. He's like, man, we need to give you some, uh, we need to give you some more, uh, 
Armor out there, get you something a little special, I think. You've been down on your luck, and you've been really kind of dragged away from your home. You know, Shire Brook was where you had your temple born and raised, and you were helping out an old friend here in Malachi. Why don't you let Croak do something special for you? I kind of rub your armor a little bit. said, you're kind of uh, taking a few blows out there. I've seen you get all bloodied up after a fight. Why don't we get you in something real special? I saw, I got me a contact here. He's a friend of mine. He can build you up some nice plate armor, get some waves and some beautiful etchings in it, worthy of a man of chist. What do you say to that, man? Uh, I, I would be honored to carry bronze plate mail. How much do you need for this armor? I can only My have friend, 100 gold. I, I tell you what, you keep your 100 gold. You and I have been close for a number of years here in Shirebrook, and I know that this, consider this a gift from your dear friend Croak, because we know we've been a burden on you. You know, it's a hard thing to leave your congregation, your flock in Shirebrook. You know, you were a man of God there, and uh, this will be from me to you. Why don't we say we get you in there, get some measurements, you know, take about a week to fit you up, and Croak will take care of everything. You know, I'm good for it, as always. My good friend Croak has my sincere appreciation. <laughs> I was drink to that, son. And uh, so with that, I guess we'll... Uh, I guess we'll probably just stumble down there, and I'll show him the place and be like, you know, be here about a week's worth of measurings and gettings, and they'll fix you right on up. That seems doable. And I show him the armor I paid last session. And I'd probably ask him to trip a few more people with that fire poker as we walk down the street. <laughs> I couldn't get up there. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I don't think it lasts that long. Is it until activated, or does it keep going? Uh, let me check. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it only lasts like a few minutes. Ten minutes per level. Oh, wow. So it'd be like 30 minutes. Yeah, in that case, I could um, take it down the street with us. Just bring it back to the bar a few hours later. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder where their fire poker is. <laughs> I, was, I love the vision of two very drunk individuals. One, like, pretty and perfect and pristine and this big, fat slob of bulging eyes carrying a fire poker out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, lay it on the street. Just like, this, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be good, guys. <laughs> Some guys like walk. They put it right in front of some guys. Just staring. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? All right. So, um, you guys, what are your big long-term plans for Redport? Um, you know, now that you now that you know you're going to be sticking around for a while, for a few months, mm -hmm. because it's currently the 10th of February. And the 16 weeks. armor is slated to be finished on the last day of May. So you got plenty of time. Yeah, on May 31st, it's supposed to be done. Then um, you'll need I've to be got... around for at least two weeks for some measurements. I've got um, a few things that I want to achieve. Sure. So I've got I've got five level two spells to learn. So that's going to take somewhere between what? Uh, five and ten days. Ten, ten and twenty days. Yeah, ten and twenty days. Yeah, um, and then I don't know how long it would take. But we discussed before maybe um, researching a way to. I wanted to be able to cast con to continual light, but turn it on and off. Right. So you're going to want to 
create... But do I need the continual light spell to do that, or would it technically be a new spell? So I'd, I don't... It would be a new spell, but if you want a continual light that you have to turn on or off, you're probably going to be looking at a third or fourth level spell. Because it's continual oh, okay. light plus extra fancy utility. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind that then. Um, yeah, so at least for the first two or three weeks, that's what I'll be doing. Studying. Okay. Okay, cool. I think one thing Van wants to do, knowing that he's going to be getting bronze plate mail, is get like a... Um, is it a You're getting coat? field plate. Oh, field plate? Yeah, is it, is it called like a field coat? Um, uh, like it, the, uh, the coat that usually has like a symbol or an emblem over the armor? No, it, we're just talking the the armor itself. No. Yeah, I, I want you to have one designed with like a symbol of cheese on it. Okay. You get, like, proper circuit to put over the armor. That's I paid him an extra 200 gold to like make it fancy. So you could sit there and tell him like, do whatever, right? Like he's under instructions to make it as nice and beautiful as he can for you. Okay. I think cool. that would probably go toward like trimming and along the arms and legs then so that there could be like that jacket to put over it. Because you don't really need to put like fancy engravings underneath um, a coat. Plus like, I feel like a coat would be pretty standard issue because then it doesn't rust in the rain as easily. Sure, sure. Oh, actually, Neil, I, I've got some more thoughts. Yes. Maybe I want to try and find a wizard and with a shop and offer my services. There is indeed a wizard shop. There are two magic shops here. One that is specifically tailored for wizards and one that is specifically tailored for clerics. Interesting. So I would like to go there and perhaps suggest that uh, I help work the shop in exchange for some access to his spell books. Interesting. That is most unexpected. Let me take a look at our resident shopkeeper here. So the wizard shop is run by a full-blooded elf named Sithladin. Sithladin, okay. Sithladin. Elves are rare, right? Elves mm -hmm. are rare. You've uh, There was one druid and his family that lived near Shirebrook, at, kind of out in the woods. But he was that weird druid that lives out in the woods and never really comes into town and people might see him occasionally maybe some farmers would run into him um but no one ever really interacted with him heavily uh, and that would be the only elf any of you have ever even possibly seen mm. okay. that's very interesting yeah so walking into Sithladin's shop uh you see this 5186 pound elven male you know, not very tall, very, very slender, but doesn't look emaciated. You know, the elves are just, their bones are much thinner and lighter than humans. Sure. And uh, Okay. So I, wa I walk in then, and I want to start I, uh greetings, friend. And I kind of, like, linger my, my stare on him for a bit longer, noticing that he's an elf. And I start looking around. Is, does he have, like, items on display? He does. Yes. So I want to start just casually um, looking through things. Okay. Is there anything that stands out? Uh, there are various spell components, um, which we don't really use because we're going by the books. Mm. But um, there are various spell components and accessories to things. Uh, very nice. You know, like you've got daggers, but they're very in beautifully engraved daggers. You know, not decorative, but for the wizard who likes to have a little something up his sleeve that, but of, of the highest quality, of course. Okay. Um, and various oh, exotic, like, crystal balls and just shit that wizards have lying around. Some nice robes. 
uh, beautiful carved staves with various things attached to the ends of them. Nice uh, cloaks and hoods and capes and jackets and boots and you know everything okay. a, the traveling wizard would want. So I start looking at some of these daggers then mm -hmm. that he's got on display, and I um, maybe I bring one of them over to his counter, mm -hmm. and I say, um, Ah, well, um, greetings. I don't I don't think we've met before. My name's uh, Malachi. He gives you a slight nod of the head and says, My name is Sithlidin, the sorcerer. Mm, an elf. What yeah. brings you here? He gestures to the shop around him. I suppose that's good as good answer as any. So say these uh these these daggers here. Mm -hmm. Anything special about them, or are they just uh, elven fancy? Just elven fancy. Okay, I, you know I really kind of like the look of this one. How much? How much are you looking for for this? Ten gold pieces, please. Ten gold pieces, hey. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, sure. I can. I can stretch the ten gold pieces. So I'll take this tucker off him. Okay. He takes your coins. Um, gives you a, a shallow but warm smile. Is and... it an iron dagger? No, no. This is okay. a bronze dagger that is uh, beautifully carved. Just... There were iron daggers, and there were engraved iron daggers as well. If you wanted to bump that up to something else. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that then. I'll, I'll say I'll look at it and say, "Hmm, seems like it's still bronze, though." You know, you've got some iron ones over there. How much are you selling them for? The plain iron dagger is ten gold. The engraved ones are twenty-five. Tell you what, I'll take one of the engraved ones. Is that an upgrade or an additional pur purchase? An upgrade, I think. Yes. Of course. Okay. Um, so I'll just quickly work out how much gold I've still got left. Right. Yeah. I say, say. So, um, I'm no stranger to the arcane arts myself, as I'm sure you can tell. And? Well, I'm going to be in town for a significant period of time, a few months perhaps, and uh, I was looking to do some studying. I'm short on materials though, and given that I've worked in an establishment like this before, I thought perhaps you could use a hand, someone you can trust, look after your shop for you, maybe in exchange for access to some of your spells. Do you have any references? I do. Rohanna the Diviner in Shirebrook. I'm sure you know her. She's quite well-renowned. Hmm. I will write to her. Uh, come back in two weeks, and we will see what she has said. Very well. Thank I, you for the dagger. I look forward to seeing you again, young Malachi. I leave. Okay. Head back to the inn. All right. Croak, um, while you're yeah. kind of walking around this next day through the streets, maybe just after you and Vans split ways, or maybe Vans headed off to the an outhouse for a moment or something, sure. uh, there's a an odd sort of fellow, um, medium height, kind of scrawny build, lanky, long lanky arms that are folded over his chest, kind of leaning in an alleyway, and he pokes his head out and goes... Pss! Okay. 
I I'll make my way slowly over there. You know, that kind of saunter walk. Nothing to, no no hurry about it. But I'll make my way over, see what he has to say. Kind of duck into the alley. I guess uh, first thing I'll kind of ask him is, uh, does the owl screech at midnight? <laughs> Only on the nights of a full moon. Excellent. What I say, well, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, you're that croak fellow, right? Mm, I am indeed. I'm surprised you've heard of me about these parts. I just got into town. Yeah. Buddy of mine said he was going to do a job for you and turned up dead. Mm, I see. Who is this again? I, I want to keep good record of people I've associated with. You don't know him? Well, you've only told me a man who did a job for me, and I must say, I have done many jobs with many individuals. Well, I thought you said you just got here yesterday. Oh, man here in Redford. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I do remember speaking with some gentlemen from uh, Infant Mortality, I think the name of the bar was. A bit grotesque for my taste, I'm, I will admit. I, I do remember a gentleman. I gave him a good tip. And I told him where to be. If he ended up dead, that's his fault. Now, tell me, if you wanted my head, we would not be having this cordial conversation now. What is this about? As I said, my friend has come to an untimely end, as happens to many of us. Uh, that said, I am in need of a replacement for a job that he was going to do for me. Mm, I see. And what is this job? It's very easy. Simply meet a man at a place and bring something back here. It's uh, an introductory offer for a larger gig later down the road. One of those, what do you call them? Trials. You know, you do this job well, maybe you could do another, you do another one after that or something, and before you know it, you're working with people who have bigger plans. I see, I see. Well, a wise woman once told me there ain't no such thing, son, as a milk run. Now, what is this easy job that you got here? Uh, picking up a package, where at? There's a town uh, to the northeast, a little village, really. Town would be too much of a credit for it. It's called Ratberg. Have you heard of it? That sounds like an awful name. No, I have not heard of the Ratsville. <laughs> Ratberg, Ratberg. Um, anywho, there's a barn in Ratberg, a green barn. Now, since you've just arrived, you may not have heard about the problems we had around here. Some months back, almost half a year now, we had this small war going on. Uh, a bunch of hobgoblins, some weird fish-like creatures, some mountain giants, a couple of wargs, you know, real, real monstrous type folk made a push here for Redport. Of course, we turned them back, but a lot of the countryside got sacked in the process, and Ratberg, well, there's a lot of buildings there, and not nearly as many people as there used to be. Makes it a wonderful place to leave goods and pick up goods. This 
green barn, well, has been totally abandoned. All you got to do is head over to the green barn, dig around in the hay for a sack that should be there, or if you're lucky enough to run into our contact, meet him there yourself, take the package off his hands, and bring it back here. No exchange of coin, no, no nothing. I see, I see. Well, like I said, there ain't no such thing as a milk run in this here world. As, as you said, empty buildings are a great place to do business. I've done my fair share in them. But I've also learned, you know, you don't stay alive in this without asking a few questions. And an empty building's a good place to ambush a poor soul like old Croak here. Now, I'd like to learn a little bit more about these other people you mentioned, high ambitions. Perhaps if I knew who I was really working for, I might be more inclined to help you with your delivery. I think you misunderstand the point of this exchange. This is not to bring you into the fold, it's to see if you have the metal. If you are of the the right mind. Hmm. I see. Well then. Package is easy enough to pick up. I could do it myself, but some of us have disappeared. You know, people don't live, and we—it's good to bring in new blood from time to time. But you got to make sure you're bringing in the right sort of people. Consider this a, a trial or a test. Or uh, oh, he kind of looks out the alleyway and sees Van Helsing coming out of the outhouse um, and just kind of says, if you have any more questions, meet me at, well, you know where to find me. And I'm jogs not, off down the ho- alleyway. Okay. Uh, do you say any of this to Van? Nope. Oh, no. Okay. Cool. Oh, no. We, we continue our drinking. Yeah, sure. The rest of the day is fun and merry and fine. Yep. Um, are you going to... Uh, the rest of the day is fun, merry and fine. Are we going to skip ahead in some period of time? Because there's some like passive activities Croak would like to be doing. Um, yeah, we can skip through the rest of this day in particular. And then okay. we've got some stuff planned for the next okay. day. Just let me know, and like Croak has like plans for the town a little bit. So I, I guess on off days, I'd like to be doing certain tasks. Yeah. Sure. What sort of tasks are you talking about? Okay. First thing I'm doing is I'm wandering the dock district, looking for youths who are disenfranchised. Yeah. So poor, down on their luck, maybe homeless. I'm looking for youths that uh, seem to be prone to, that remind Croak of himself as a young lad in Shirebrook, who, you know, was taken under uh, Abbot Tuto's uh, wing and learned. Um, I want to be scouting the merchant district near Boren's new establishment that we learned about um, and be looking for a place like a street over right? That I think that if there was a good enough distraction near near to him on that street, I could go there with the guards preoccupied um, and get a good feel for the place. Maybe I'll go in and pretend to shop and do things like that in different areas. Um, and then as I find the use, I would like to give them all enough coin to buy a pound of flour and ask them to buy it for me. 
and then monitor them and judge how they go about acquiring my flower and what they do. Now, how do you judge someone in their flower buying skills? Is that so? For example, um, I'm looking for a youth that uh, is not too uh, independent. So, if they steal my coin and run off, I'm going to scratch them off my list. If they walk up to a flower merchant, buy me a bag of flour, and then return to me, I'm not as interested in them. Uh, maybe they swindle the uh, flower merchant and only pay half. Or perhaps they have sticky fingers and grab a pound of flour and keep my coin. Or some other thing like that. Those are the ones I'm looking for. Okay. So you want to find some hooligans. Yes. Hooligans that lack a certain amount of independence and maybe are, are willing to take guidance from a strange fat man. Who <laughs> 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 uh, wants a lot of flowers. <laughs> All right. Um, sure. Do you find some youths and start passing out coins and observing them? Um, let's... Two of these suckers, two of these kids, not suckers, um, take your coin and head off to a flower merchant. <clears throat> and when you watch them there, they they seem to be well. They're they're independent. Um, so the first guy shows up, uh, talks to the merchant about various types of flowers, and then kind of suddenly walks away with his head kind of hung low. Uh, and then you know, goes around the corner, comes back from the other side, and just like swipes a bag of flour from a merchant. Beautiful. Um, the second guy goes over to the merchant and standing directly in front of him, takes the bag, smiles, and then turns and runs while the merchant <laughs> chases after him and calls for guards. And you know, a couple of people reach out for him. Um, Does he get? He caught? makes some. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He manages to duck between enough people and scramble, and he's a kid, so he's short and fast and can uh -huh. squeeze in places that adults can't get to and manages to just take off with, like, a nice, look Excellent. what I'm doing. Shh, shh, gone. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, the other four that you work with, one of them takes your coins and walks away and then just heads over to a bar and meets up with some friends. Okay. Um, and then the other two actually buy the flour you want. Okay. I'll, I'll take the, the two pounds of flour from them. They give it back to me. And uh, I, I thank them and, and let them leave. I'm going to take note of those other two kids, though. And when they give me their flour, I'm going to tell them, hey, uh, if you want to earn more coin, serious coin, like, come see me in X many days. Like, I'll, I'll say, like, three weeks or something. I've got something planned and you two passed. Like, you didn't know it, but you two passed. Come see me. And All I right. give them a location in like a, like, meet me on this street at night. Sure. Can okay. That will be on the 2nd of March. Is three weeks okay. from today. Okay. Beautiful. Cool. Um... So we can just gloss over this day, unless uh, Malachi, you want to learn some spells. Yep. What spells? What spell do you want to start learning? Hmm. Irritation. 
irritation. Alright, so that's 2d2 days, which I roll in secret. Okay. Is he allowed to try and study for the spells that he failed to insta-get, or does he have to wait until... Mm. Let's go point now. Am I? Uh, you will have to wait till you've leveled up again, because you get one yeah. check per level. Uh, that said, now that you're level 3, if there's any first level spells that you tried to learn and failed, and still have access to, you can try again. It was only sleep, but I already got it. So. Okay, cool. Alright, so that is that day down. Um, the next day, as you guys are all getting up and heading out of your tavern, there is someone that, that your tavern's built kind of near a small town square. It's not the town square, but it's one of these little small areas where people gather, and there's a little fountain and a little rise, raised area for plays and whatnot. There is a guy out there, the town, one of the town criers. He's standing in these long white robes trimmed in blue, and he's shouting about the the need for mercenaries. And he's shouting about how the, the military force here in Redport's been de depleted and there's problems in the hills and, and uh, Lord Redwing needs good mercenaries who are willing to make some good coin to get tasks done. Uh, Redport is a wealthy town, but we have many problems and we do not have enough soldiers to handle them all. Many of the people out in the, the hills were suffered greatly under the invasion and and need our help do we have anyone out there that's willing to to risk their life and limb for let's say 50 gold coins anyone willing to risk their lives for 50 coins there's a couple of people that come up and start asking questions and kind of walk away is it 50 gold coins per head or for the entire group you don't know you just hear him saying these things you'd have to go over and talk with him yeah, I'll, I'll walk up to him and say, uh, I, I guess I just asked him that, like, is this 50 gold coins per head or for an entire group? Well, we have a couple of issues out there. Uh, what is it that, how many people do you have? And what sort of work are you looking to take on? We have a lot of things that need, that need doing. We're three strong. We, uh, t tell me what kind of work you have. Well... We've got uh, some caravans that need guarding. Pretty easy stuff to do. That That's 50 gold a job to get a caravan from... Uh, where's our map? From Redport all the way down to Rockwave. Um, and that 50 gold will be split between the six people that we hire for that job. Um, so that's kind of a, a bigger job. If you only got three people... Uh, let's see, he pulls out a piece of paper, or a stack of papers, and starts flipping through them, and goes, ah, here we go. There's a small village to the east. Well, smaller now. Um, and they have a weird problem. People have been weird. discovered, yeah, people have been discovered eaten alive, or killed through eaten, being eaten by rats huge giant rats now rats are rats are not really a big deal but if these rats spread and travel to other towns we might have a countryside overrun with man-eating rats so we need some people to go there and you know solve this problem it's not that big of a deal and this one he flips the page over Does this happen to be ratsville ratsburg rat ratsburg single ratsburg hmm. he flips well, through his paper goes uh this one God, yeah. Flesh-eating rats could be spreading disease. Uh, Fifty gold if you can if you can solve this. 
whole, whole problem, 50 gold. Shouldn't be too hard, but this is the sort of thing we just send a few soldiers off to take care of normally. But look at this place. We Half our forces died in that battle. Perhaps this is why you have issues with uh, your uh, fighting force being stretched a bit too thin. You don't have... Uh, I mean, this is a dock. Look look at this. Look around. You're, you're in a dock and you don't know how to deal with rats? I'll take your 50 gold. Let me find a poison shop for you. Did you, a rat poison fix this problem right up? Thank you. That, uh, whatever you can do to solve it. The people rat of Ratburg have been having some issues of their own. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, man. I, I hate to take advantage, but if you're handing out gold... like Look, we'll... if you think a little bit of poison will solve this problem, be my guest. But these rats have not only eaten people, but they've eaten dogs. And that's a little bit weird. So, How big are these rats? Inside? I haven't seen them. I, all I've heard are rumors, but people say three feet long, some people say six feet long, some people say a foot long. You, you know peasants. So long... Larger than your average rat. Yeah, really. we're talking big man and dog eating rats. Like, rat the stuff of nightmares. Very well. I, uh, I believe we can take this job. I should go... I have some people to talk to. I need some information, however. Alright, well, if I'm going to be assigning you this job, then I need to know that you guys are taking it. So, you guys we'll are on? Yes, we'll take it. Good, good man. He shakes your hand. Uh, in a very formal, kind of sealing the deal sort of way. Mm -hmm. And lets you know that you should come back here to him uh, at this town square whenever the problem's done. He'll be swinging by in the mornings, making announcements, and just doing the, the daily rounds when he does his town crying. Okay. Um, so he'll um, be here every day at roughly this time. So I want to go down to the temple and find that Quantarius priest. Mm -hmm. And ask him what he knows... Uh, so I tell him about the giant rat problem. Mm -hmm. And I mention that one thing on my head is that it could be were-rats. And I ask him if he knows anything about that particular creature. Were-rats? You mean lycanthropes that take the form of rats? Yes. I've heard that werewolves can only be killed with silver, but I'm not sure if the same can be said for were-rats. I think all lycanthropes suffer the same fate and have the same resistances. Uh, magic weapons or those comprised of silver. Hmm. Very well. Uh, the diseases spread by rats, do you know any way to protect against them? I'm not quite strong enough to cure, to cure people of diseases yet. It'd be easier to prevent the issue in the first place. Keep your hands clean. Don't get bit. Don't get bit. Wash any wounds as quickly as possible. Uh, are you a trained herbalist? Uh, I am not. Are you a trained it. healer? Uh, I am a healer. Um, he searches through his player's handbook for the rules on healing proficiencies. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a healing proficiency. But ah. I yeah. I see. I thought you were saying, like, can I heal people? No, no, no. Trained healer. No. Um, What's your secondary skill, Van? Uh, Mason. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hmm. Well, I... I have no tips for curing diseases that can be taught in a matter of minutes. These are things one usually devotes their life to. I see. Quickly returning to town for treatment would be an option, though, however. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, although, if you these are were-rats, you won't be contracting a normal disease. Lycanthropy is a an awful, awful condition. I understand. Uh, aren't there... If you have contracted lycanthropy, aren't there methods of curing it if it's recently been contracted? Yes, yes. If you take some wolfsbane within... The first day, within 24 hours of being bit, you are significantly less likely to contract the curse. Yeah, see, I would how definitely much could find I find Wolfsbane for? Uh, um, the, he tells you there is a priest shop in town that sells Wolfsbane. And you can get it for... Do, 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 do. Uh, why is it not in the book? I will give you a price for it in a, in a bit. Um, is there anything, any other questions you have? Uh, holy symbols. Would holy symbols help against them, or would they have to be made out of silver? Holy symbols have no effect on lycanthropes. They, they are not vampires. I understand. Silver or not, it will do no good? Correct. And I believe that's a purchase I can leave for another day. Uh, it's Belladonna. I'm sorry, not... Belladonna. Belladonna. Really? Do we not have Belladonna in this book? Nightshade? Are you sure it's Nightshade? Uh, it says it's Belladonna. Trophy, you poison yourself. It says Belladonna. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm looking on the internet now. I thought it was Wolfsbane. If a character eats Belladonna within half an hour of the attack, there's a certain chance it will cure. Okay, so within half an hour of the attack, not within 24 hours. Okay. Uh, you just need a sprig. If you eat too much, you may be still be cursed, but you're also incapacitated for 2d4 days. So just a little bit. Just, okay. just a little bit. Just a little bit How of poison. How much can I get? Uh, yeah. um, you can find a sprig of Belladonna for a silver. Okay. So I'll, I'll get a few of those for us to eat in the event that we get bit, just as a precaution. Okay. So I'll buy, I guess, uh, so we only need to eat one within half an hour? Yeah, just a sprig of belladonna. I'll buy five silvers worth, just to play okay. it safe. The, You're all in on this werewolf thing. Yeah. The, I am just being careful. The, the cleric <laughs> gives you a look over and says, uh, are you... Where rats? Are you sure these no, creatures have never all. never been sighted here? I not at all. I simply want to uh, take a precaution. I'd rather deal with an ordinary and banal disease than lycanthropy. I hear the people down in Whiteshore have to deal with werewolves, but I, I never figured lycanthropy would make it here. I wouldn't have expected it either. But you can never be too careful on the road. It's the kind of thing that keeps you alive mm, he nods well i would be very keen on hearing your findings one way or the other if there are were rats around people should know if we brought back a corpse would it help you to identify it i kind of thought it would be easy to tell a werewolf from another from a man but uh but were rats wouldn't were rats be different than a werewolf yes yes but well, when they die, do they turn into their 
I must confess, my knowledge of lycanthropes is is limited. I understand. Uh, on on the safe side, I'll be sure to bring a head back with us and see if you can use that in any way to identify the nature of these rats. Grizzly. Grizzly rats. That sounds scary. <laughs> Grizzly rats. Those are <laughs> bad. Okay, so Croak goes and buys like hella poison. Like, well, just, as we I walk mean, away, gotta, we're in a we're in a dock town. They have to have issue with rats. There's gonna be somebody out there that's gonna sell me rat poison for like uh, a few silver. What do you <laughs> want? Arsenic. <laughs> yeah, arsenic. As we're gonna, we're gonna be carrying leachate and arsenic down to Ratsport. I say to say to Croak. Um, did he say man-eating rats? I'm not sure these are the same rats that uh, you get on the boats, Krog. No, but I mean, come on. Three-foot rat, six-foot rat, two-inch rat, but just a rat. Put some poison in some refuse and some rotted-out meats and whatever. They'll go to town, be happy, wake up dead the next morning. We got an easy fit to go, man. Oh, actually, with that in mind, I say to um, the priest before I leave, I assume you've had to uh, deal with rat traps before. Rats are a problem in every major city. I usually have some of the other people deal with the rat traps. I don't handle them myself, but yes, yes, we 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 deal with them. Uh, what do you use to lure the rats? I've heard cheese is a myth. Ah, <laughs> uh, brother Maynard, would you would you come over here, brother Maynard? Uh, this Father Van Helsing here has some questions for you regarding rats. And he leaves you guys to discuss these things. Brother Maynard tells you that they use peanut butter. Peanut butter, okay. So, after you say that, um, Croak, I say, uh, surely, Croak, you remember our friend Corny. Little guy. Uh, I remember him every day. Now, I posit you a scenario. You yourself and Corny are drinking at the half pint. It takes less beer for Corny to be intoxicated than yourself. Correct? Of course, yes. Now, I fear that the same thing may be true with these rats. You take a rat the size of a dog, it's going to need a lot more poison to kill it than it would a typical ship rat. Would it not? Oh, that's fair. That's a a valid point. You're right. I should buy triple rat poison. Hmm. I think perhaps we should have some sort of alternative plan. I think that... uh, the, the, the men living in this town, where it's so easy as just poisoning these rats, would they have really all been eaten alive? Like We're not said. talking about a whole town eaten alive by rats, are we? That was not the impression I got. I imagine it's some poor old soul that didn't get, that fell down in a, in a pile somewhere where the rats were nesting and couldn't get out, or it's some child little running around, didn't, didn't know where it was, got into some old abandoned home, got trapped somewhere. I don't, I don't think this is an invasion of the rat people we're talking about here. Ah, I wouldn't be so sure. I mean, it was only a few months ago, was it not, that the town itself was invaded by all sorts of troublesome beasts. Was it not hobgoblins? I mean, we've seen them before, and I wouldn't mistake one of them for a rat, and they say giants, and, well, a giant rat is a big thing, but is it really going to get mistaken for a giant? I don't know. Perhaps you're right. What what would you suggest, Malachi? You are a man of talent and wizardry and all kinds of arcane and interesting mm. things. Well, our friend, though, did he give us any sort of deadline on this mission? 
No, sir. I'd like to get it done within a week or so. I, I feel like a travel out, kill him, travel back. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we can't do it. I just think that perhaps we should set our expectations of battle a little bit higher. I, I feel this won't be as straightforward as you think it will be. Okay. I, I mean, I appreciate your concern. I, I still feel like we should poison all these big-ass rats. I, I, at the very least, thin their number out. Hmm. What, okay, so battle preparation. I don't, I've never had to fight a rat. I fought a wolf once, but we trapped it and then shot it with an arrow. You know, I'm a, I'm a hunter more so than a, than a swordsman, despite this big old thing on my back. It's really for show, don't you know? I, what are you thinking? Well, perhaps if we could find the burrow. Do rats live in burrows? Uh, they they nest all over the place, as far as I can tell. You can find them in cellars and the little nests. Sometimes they burrow underground. You find them out there. They, they, they live in trash and piles and dirt and mud and your own house, everywhere. They, they're persistent little beasts. Well, hmm. I mean, how do you suggest poisoning an entire... Uh, rats are drawn to food, right? That's what they want. They're going to eat and breed. I suggest we make a nice, tasty pile of food for them. Get them all the rubbish from the ends. Maybe throw some nice meat on there. Little peanut butter cheese. I don't know what they like, but throw out a big old, big ass pile of it in some abandoned, uh, abandoned house nearby to where the last rat attack they found. And then uh, we poison the crap out of it. Go stay at the inn for a night. Come back, collect our 50 gold. Well, that sounds reasonable, I suppose. It could work if we use enough poison. All right. So you can find uh, belladonna berries are extraordinarily poisonous. The leaves are as well, but the berries are are more. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Um, so you could you can buy those up pretty cheap. Each berry is a copper. Um, okay. And the the guy warns you that you know. Uh, I presume these these are for rats, right? You're you're not looking to. Yeah, apparently some poor soul trapped and maybe broke his leg or something got ate by a rat. So they're they've hired us to go out and kill him, and I figured yeah. poison is the best way. Yes, yes. Uh, we we often use belladonna here in our shop to get rid of these creatures. Uh, do be careful. Don't get the don't squish the berry in your hands, else you might accidentally ingest some of it somehow. And uh, A single berry shouldn't be fatal, but it could incapacitate you for days. Um, or Will the rats voluntarily eat the berries, or do they instinctually know not to? Must we disguise it? Sure, you, you can all be together. I say, uh, uh, could we cover it in peanut butter? Probably, yes. Uh, the rats may eat the berries themselves if there is no other food available. We have left small piles of them around and found some missing. You have uh, dead rats. gloves, yeah? Could you give us some gloves to work with them? Something that protect the skin? Uh, we do not sell standard leather gloves here. All of our gloves are embroidered with the symbols of the gods. But if one glove is as good as another to you, um, I happen to have these fantastic uh, Martha gloves right here. He says, "Oh no, that's fine. You little say symbols a leather all around glove them. Will protect the skin just fine. I'll pick up some leathers on the way out." 
Are you uh, sure you wouldn't have a leather glove that shows your devotion to the mother? Oh, my friend, I point to um, our devotion, while it is to the mother, we, we worship more openly the, the goddess Chis and all of her many appearances and forms. Well the then, isn't it not appropriate to worship the goddess of Chis with gloves of Chis? I do say it is, Mr. Man, says, Man, oh my, that. how much are these gloves? <laughs> I look over that. Five gold, but they've got like <laughs> cheese embroidered like... on the backs of the hands. They've got like, you know, they're colored and their stitching is done with a different color of thread to give it like a cool aesthetic. So this sounds like an absolute steal. You have yourself a deal. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Nice. Okay, I'll buy... There are one copper each. One copper for a berry. Tell me, good sir, what's the uh, dosage uh, for a, a common rat? Uh, one berry do it in? One would probably, two to be safe. It's okay. difficult to make them eat it, though, as, as you've said. I will take one copper each. I will take a hundred uh, berries, please. Uh, he goes back and returns with uh, 45 berries and says this is all we have at the moment well that's a bit disappointing but I, I suppose it'll do and I, I'll pay him in silver and okay. copper uh, he only asked for four silver he'll, you know, throw okay. the other five. I'll give him four silver uh, I asked how much it would cost to get a, about a liter of peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> that's probably all the peanut butter that a single shop would have you go around and a liter of peanut butter. Um, it usually comes in small little jars, yeah, like this so big. Stack um, them into a liter. <laughs> so you can buy a liter's worth of peanut butter for peanut butter's hard for like a gold, two gold for a liter of peanut butter. Okay, so um, I buy that, and I suggest that we mix them with the berries since rats are attracted to it. Sure, sure. I'll leave that to you with your with your gloves, so we don't get our skin the berry juice on our skin. Oh, absolutely not! I would never, I would never get peanut butter on these wonderful gloves. <laughs> Have you seen the stitching? Red count. <laughs> All right, I pick up a pair of like leather gloves on the way out of town. Fantastic. I am. Um, is there an alchemist in town, Neil? Uh, oh God, what have I done? Oh, oh sweet you... Jesus and apple pie! What have I done? I, I've semi-destroyed the overlays. I'll get them fixed later. <laughs> um, sorry. Well, there's a, yes, there is an alchemist in town. I would like to go to visit that alchemist. Okay. Um, there he is, hanging out in town. Okay. Yeah. So, is he at a stall? Does he have a shop? He's got a, a shop, and it's okay. filled with all sorts of fluids and plants and strange smelling things and powders and crystals and boxes and whatnots. Good evening, friend. Good evening. I'm not sure. I'm not much of an alchemist myself. I've come across a couple of what I think to be potions, but I have no way of identifying their use. Perhaps it's something that you may have come across before. Perhaps maybe you could give me some insight. I forgot we got those. Yeah. So are we talking magical potions? Hmm. Well, maybe you could tell me that. I think so. I would think so. I can help to identify those for a gold each. They are dangerous. Occasionally you no, come across toxic ones, and they must be tested properly. The only way to truly test one is to ingest a little 
bit of it yourself. And if they're toxic, well... That's and that's why I'm paying it. you, my friend. That's why I take the money. Um, a right, gold so each, I... and he will ID them for you. Yeah, shout. I give him, I give him two gold. Yeah, so it's the, the two potions that we got from the, um, the siren. Ceramic vials. Right. Told me. Two potions. Where did I write them down? Um, no, these are the... We got them from the siren when we looted her house. Mm -hmm. They were the two Jasper gems right. and the two ceramic vials. Right, right, right. The other potions are the ones you gave to Bubba. The ones that you stole yes. from the church. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed Bubba got those alright he tells you you have a potion of healing and a potion of vitality what does vitality do now um, the alchemist is an expert on all things potionic that's a word potionic definitely a word it is now. We've made it one, yeah. Um, Potion of Vitality restores the user to full vitality despite exertion, lack of sleep, and going without food or drink for up to seven days. It will nullify seven days of sleep deprivation and will continue in effect for the remainder of its seven-day duration. The potion also makes the user proof against poison and disease. While it is in effect, the user will cover lost hit points at the rate of one for every four hours. This sounds wow. amazing. Yeah. It's a pretty good like, potion. I can use that, and if it's like a rat, like they're not wear rats, they're just regular rats, then I can be the tank and not just like. I say like, to him, syphilis. would it cure a disease or would it only prevent the contraction of one? I haven't tested it, but I would presume drinking this would cure you of most natural diseases. Uh, although it would seem a waste to cure disease with a potion such as this. Out of interest, what would you say this potion is worth? I don't think you can put a gold value on something that will save your life. Well, you could. You can. You put a gold value on anything. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, but, you know, he points to some guy walking down across the door out in the street. That man's life may be worth five gold. My life might be worth a thousand gold. How does one properly judge the value of life? I think you could sell a potion like this to a king for one thing, and to me, for quite a bit less. The, the market is fluctuating. Luxual. Seems to me that uh, an alchemist of your skill may be able to use this potion and learn to recreate it. Could you not? No, no, no. Only clerics can create things like this. Potions blessed of the gods. Uh, clerics, you say? I'm Enons. not there, but I'm, I'm happy. Oh. Yes, uh, you need to be a ninth level cleric, and once you're hit ninth level, you can start making potions, man. Yes. Very well. Well, I shall keep hold of it then. Thank you for your, uh, your insight. Friend, you know, uh, I didn't catch your name. Wadsworth. Wadsworth. It's good to meet you. My name's Malachi. Nice to meet you, Malachi. Wadsworth. Uh, if you've come across any more potions, do come back. 
And if you happen to, you know, not want them anymore, uh, I'll take them off your hands. What kind of uh, what kind of potions do you sell here, Wadsworth? Uh, simple poultices. Healing poultices. Yes, yes. And uh, what do you sell them for? Ten gold each. Hmm. Well, uh, I don't suppose I'll be needing them. And I pick up my two <laughs> magical potions. I say, uh, well, it's good to meet you, Wadsworth. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Nice to meet you, Mr. Malachi. Uh, I walk out. Okay. I want to find the, the rest of the group. Sure. Back at the uh, maybe. So, guys, I mean, I, it looks like we're all set to go on our rat hunting adventure. Could I perhaps petition you for a few days? Uh, I'm in the middle of a great amount of study, and it would um, it would not benefit me to be traveling on the road whilst this is ongoing. I can't tell you how long, but at most two or three days. I think two or three days within reason. Yes, I've been one I imagine those rats aren't going anywhere. Well, let's hope they don't eat any more people in the meantime. You're just, you know, letting people die while you study spells. It's okay. Yep. They sometimes, don't matter until you see them. Sometimes you have to make that sacrifice in order to save more lives in the future. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, let's skip ahead until you learn irritation. Yep. Okay. Or you don't learn irritation. Oh, I better learn it now. Um... <laughs> If we're going to be there for two more days, I want to ask about getting like a silver-plated scimitar and how much that would cost. Mm. Not even necessarily for this adventure, but because that might be a good thing to have in general. Um, do, do, do. So when you're asking a weaponsmith about creating a silver-plated scimitar, he immediately asks, silver-plated scimitar? Yes, for uh, specifically for monsters that cannot be harmed through any other means. Uh, you're going to need solid silver for that. Definitely solid silver. How much would that cost? I think it's going to cost you the same as a steel scimitar. So ten times the, the normal price. Hmm. Pricey, uh, I know, but silver is, is expensive. You know, I It's not the craftsmanship, not... it's the, the materials. Yes, I, I understand. I, uh, I may not be able to afford it now, but we shall see in the future. I don't know what the price would be, but... Uh, well, if you can bring me just some bars of silver, that'll work as well. I don't need I don't need it in coin. To be honest, I'm just going to melt down the coins and make the sword out of it. Don't tell the king. Exactly. Don't don't tell the baron. I wouldn't dream of it. No. Don't we have, like, loads of silver coins? Craig? Uh, no. Uh, I, I put most of my wealth into gems. Mm. Yeah, I remember that now. Um, okay, so I you think know, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Somebody, somebody in chat called the bullshit on needing solid silver. That it'd be too soft to sustain swinging the weapon around. You'd have to plate it. Well, the person in chat is wrong because the <laughs> books say you need solid silver. Um, yeah, and you could alloy that. it with other stuff. And yeah, that's true. You know, the books say otherwise. So. Take that, Zonala. I, I didn't know if there was like, a thing in the book or not. Yeah, yeah, there's specifically something in the book, which is why. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I, I spend the rest of the days getting through my study as soon as possible. All right. 
I'm actually just looking for that silver thing in the book because I remember it specifically, but wanted to find it. Um, combat, 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 combat. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll just skip ahead. You pass another two days and you successfully learn irritation on the 12th. Nice. At the end of the 12th. And before we go on to Saturday the 13th, which is, I think, when you guys are going to take off, why don't we take our first break? And uh, we'll be back to you guys in about five minutes. Sounds good. All right. See you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. See you later. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, where yeah. my countdowns are always exactly when they're supposed to end when they're supposed to. Um, you guys in chat and watching this will have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. Uh, so, what? where do you guys go? What do you do? It is Saturday morning. Uh, the only thing I talked about off screen was I buy, since I can't afford the 150 gold for a scimitar, so I'm going to buy 10 silver arrows instead. Okay. Uh, they cost 10 times their price. Yep, and... I will take care of the price in a minute. Ooh. Okay. I think uh, we set off towards Ratsburg. To Ratsburg we go. So, Ratsburg is not too terribly far. You have to ask um, people for directions to get there. But that is a very common thing. Asking for directions. Alright. Alright. Heading out on the road once again, men. Getting soft. Been in the city for too long. Good to breathe the fresh air. Mm -hmm. I agree. Indeed. It's not until so you, you leave the city that you realize the smell that city has. Yeah. Well. Smells like money. So what do you know about this place, <laughs> Croak? Uh, I know very little about it. I know that there's some... Uh, you know how they keep talking about this war thing that happened? Apparently some hobgoblins and giants came attacking Redport. Yep. Well, apparently it affected the countryside a lot. So this place has been a bit hit heavily with a few casualties. We might see, we might be seeing some vagrants who have come in uh, fleeing from other parts of the countryside that have been uh, hurt. But apparently uh, the population of the town has gone down quite a bit. And uh, there might be some abandoned homes, abandoned uh, buildings, businesses. So I imagine that some rats found some refuse, maybe some mold bodies uh, from this here uh, encounter and have been holding up in one of the empty buildings. You know, if we really are going to eliminate this threat, we can't just find a few rats and kill them. We're going to have to find some sort of burrow or place where there's a lot of them. I feel like... If there's a ton of rats that have been around eating and things, there's going to be kind of a centralized area. Like, they've been spotted here, 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 and here in town, and they're all kind of a, in this general area. And if we put a big enough pile of goodies for them, I think they'll all come running. We're not talking about uh, incredibly clever creatures here. They're scavengers, really. I think no, the most important factor is we can't leave stragglers. We have to make sure that we eliminate the uh, I mean, we, if we kill 85, 90% of the rats, I feel like 
we've done our job, right? If the town can't Agreed. handle a single rat, we, we might be needing to just poison the people instead. You know, it put them out of their misery. Yes, we should should at least inform them to keep their wits about them after we leave. Do we um know how long this poison is likely to take effect? Is it instant? You know, I don't rightfully know. I didn't ask the question, but uh, I tell you what, I'll sleep real good in the tavern knowing we poisoned them all to death. I, uh, uh, Neil, sure I might do an intelligence check to try and think I might know about the effects of um, Balladonna on humans. Yeah, sure, give me an int check. Uh, you don't have an herbalism proficiency, do you? No. Okay. It's a pass. Um, you figure that you seem to hear uh, stories of people eating this sort of thing and then languishing in bed and writhing around and then, you know, recovering within a, a day or two. And those that don't recover usually die within the first day, but mm. it's definitely not a quick death. Hmm. You know, if we, well, if we poison them all, we might just need to stick around for a couple of days after to make sure that they actually die because there's a chance that this thing has to run through their system before it actually kills them. It would incapacitate them, so we would likely have a chance to go in and kill them ourselves. Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps if they slow down, we might be able to follow them back to... Well, you know, we can't prepare for every eventuality. Let's let's yes. make our way there first. All this talk of rats is making me feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Perhaps... Scooby, you're not scared of rats, are you, boy? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I've Has... bought some rats to... So I've been just like feeding him them. I completely forgot you had a dog for a while. Like, it's yeah. The magic of pets in D&D, you forget about them until they're convenient. Yes, and if you continue to forget about them until they're convenient, they die. <laughs> hey, I remember it. It's not convenient yeah. right now. No, no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Alright. Just... I see your threats, Dale. I have killed many pets who have been ignored until they wanted them to exist. Yeah, and I no, have gotten sure. quite a bit of flack for killing them. I have no issues with this. Um, so, you spend the rest of the day making your way out to Ratburg. Um, you arrive near sundown, maybe a half hour before the sun fully sets. And as you pull into this quaint little village, maybe 60 buildings or so, uh, you see a small crowd start to gather and make their way out towards you, waving and uh, kind of signaling to you. I think it's clear these people. These parts, no, I think it's clear these people are werewolves, and they look. They seem to eat us. I kind of smile at that, but Van approaches a little bit cautiously and say, uh, "It's I, been it's been quite a while since I received such a greeting, simply for walking into a town." Oh, you—you you must be the the people we hired that that Redport sent to help deal with our rat infestation. Yes, we are. You—you you must think us terrible cowards for calling upon Baron Redwing to to deal with these rats. But they're not—they're not normal rats. These rats are huge, monstrously large. They—they they ate my dog. Calm down. Calm down. Let's. Let's let's head indoors. It's going to be dark soon. We can talk about this over drinks. Has anyone here actually seen these rats? They nod, and one person steps forward and goes, they, they, they were in my cellar last. How many? About a dozen. I, I'm, I'm Fanny, by the way. 
Uh, you, you, who are you? <laughs> I'm Van Heelsing, and I give a quick bow. Mm -hmm. This is Van Heelsing. This is Croak. And you are? My name is Malachi. Nice to meet you. Well, well, I'm Fanny, and um, last last we spotted them, there were some of the rats down in my in my cellar. How many do you figure are uh, infesting your town? Well, you know the thing with rats is like the same with cockroaches. You see one, that means there's like twenty. Um, as mm. I said, I've seen maybe maybe a dozen or two two dozen at a time. Has anyone seen them in a specific location more than once? Cellars. You chase them out of the cellar and yell and scream and hit them with some sticks and then they show back up again. Your particular cellar more than once? Mm-hmm. There are a few other people's cellars more than once, too. They've been through mine about three times now. Are they all the same size? Yeah, they're big. Well, about yay big. Right, but they're all the same. Ish. You know, there's some that are a little smaller, some a little bigger, but they're all roughly the same, you know. Within a standard deviation of each other's. <laughs> so anyone in town who's uh, deals usually deals with normal rats. Uh uh, we never had a rat problem like this before. So you're you chase them off with sticks. Well, I did, and then I I put Spot, my bloodhound, down in there and shut the cellar, so that you know bloodhound wouldn't leave and he'd be down there and guard the rats. And I, I came back the next day to check on him, bring him some food and. He was dead. Don't worry, boy. I believe. I believe our bet. I I, I kind of turn to Malika here and I say, "Do you have any uh, spells that would help incapacitate an entire group of rats?" Yes. Are you? I mean, I are you a wizard? Poison. I wouldn't cut. Funny. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Well, um. Keep that, Keep that to yourself. She nods. Uh, I wouldn't want to have to turn you into a toad. Ben kind of smiles at that, just just in case she gets scared, he wants to be a little bit reassuring. <laughs> now uh, look, what, what time is it, Neil? Is it is it evening? Yeah, it's about half hour, 20 minutes before sundown now. The rats usually show up at night? They show up whenever you're not looking. Then Day and night. Time we get started. Yeah. Where do you think the... If we were to set some bait down in your uh, cellar, do you think they would show up? Oh, most definitely. They're probably there right now, little scramps. Well, that's believe... probably a good place to start. Yeah, I believe we should chase them out, then smear some peanut butter to lure them back, and you could uh, cast your magic, and we could kill them from a distance. Well, let me show well, you the way, then. Why don't, why don't we, we just set the bait and come back in the morning? Poison the crap out of them. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand why we're making this so damn complicated, Van. Like... We know they come to her cellar. Maybe we just put a bunch of food and rubbish and other things that scavengers like in there. Sprinkle some berry juice all over them and let them go to town. We're because done we with don't know method. if that will kill the rats. Better to be done with it ourselves. Make sure that it happens. It's you want to sit there and shoot rats with a bow? I mean, like I know, I know you were friends with Corny, and that's the way he did it. But you know, he's a gnome, man. He's got all these weird, strange ideas. He talked in rhyme all the time. Like I love him to death, and I'd drink his ale if I could. But I don't understand why we need to honor him by shooting bows at rats. I trust a well-placed arrow over these berries that we've never tested before. 
I mean, the okay. Look, I, I think Croak's right. Let's. It's late. Why don't we go there? If they're there, we'll chase them away. We'll leave the berries and the peanut butter. And we'll come back in the morning. And we'll you see. You guys got a tavern around here? I'll buy some like sides of beef or something. Throw them in there too. Let's get a good big old pile. Get as I'm, many rats in there as we can. I'm worried if we come back in the morning, the rats will have eaten everything in there and left. Yeah, but then we know that they'll be dead. Soon. We don't know that. We don't know that the berries will kill them. Oh, I got I 45 berries here. And if let's say they're three times the size of a normal rat, that's three berries to rat. So I have enough berries to kill about, oh my goodness, 15 or so rats. You know I'm not great with that arithmetic stuff. One or two berries is enough to kill a human. No matter how big these rats are, I would suggest that a whole berry would probably see them dead. Yeah, we got all kinds of poison here. Let's just get them, man. It's not this hard. The, uh... The man who sold them to us told us that a single berry would likely not be fatal. I think he meant to humans. Still, I... Rats are often carriers of disease and poisons. I wouldn't... I wouldn't more reason not to engage them. reason to poison them than it exactly. is to get close Which enough is why I wish to kill them from a distance, but I want to make sure that they are dead. If we use up our poison before... Here's the, here's the way I see it, man. If the poison works, we'll start seeing dead rats by the end of the next day. If that doesn't happen, then, then the poison can... was never going to work anyway, and then we can approach it in a different way. Very well. Yeah. I, um, yeah, so I guess I grab... Does anybody have a torch? I don't think I have any. I don't. I do, I think. He's got a staff. So I say, we should yeah. use fire. I believe uh, most animals are scared of it. Sure. Like, I, I've got two torches, so I, I hand one to Van and one to Croak. Okay. And I, I, uh, I light it. And I take off my stuff. Cellar. Okay. With my shield out, just in case. Okay. Can, do you need me for this? Why don't I just go to the tavern and get I some need you to smear the peanut butter, Crook. And I'll get down there when you scurry away all the rats. I think I you should come, Crook. Crook. Uh, Alright. Use about half the jar so we have some in case the berries don't work. You guys are... Alright, okay. I'll go half-seas on the poison. I'll go half-seas on the poison. Yes. We can take a more direct approach if this doesn't work. Okay. So you guys head down into Fanny's cellar. She stands up top, uh, looking down in on you guys. You, what's your light source down here? Torches. Torches. I'm the, I'm the staff. I've got Scooby with me at my side. Is he a light source? Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Just checking. Just making sure that there was nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. Cast light in Scooby's mouth so whenever he opens <laughs> it, like a light projecting out. That would be awesome, yeah. All right. So as you guys open the, this cellar hatch and shine your staff light and your torchlight down there, you see about eight of these rats. They are two feet long from nose to rump. And then there's, you know, a foot long tail scurrying down. They're the biggest rats you've ever seen in your life. They are. I mean, they're two feet long. That's a huge rat. You know. Look, stand back for a moment. We might be able to deal Sorry. with this a little bit more uh, subtly. So um, I stand at the top of the, top of the stairs and then cast um, Stinking Cloud down into the basement. Ooh. Uh, okay. Stinking Cloud. When he starts casting spells, I imagine I should probably take out my bow and I start pulling out my longbow and grab some regular arrows. 
creatures caught in the cloud must roll a successful saving throw versus poison or be reeling and unable to attack because of nausea for d4 plus one rounds after leaving the cloud. And if they don't leave the cloud, they have to save every every round. Right. So it says a 20-foot cube. How big is the basement? Smaller than that. All right. So I, I stink and cloud up the whole thing and close the door. All Just right. Wait for, wait for the spell to dissipate and then yeah. head down. So wait, it's can they get out of the cloud? Like, they can run out of it? They can do, yeah. So any that pass will probably just leave, and any that okay. fail, we can just kill. But if they can't leave, they'll probably all fail. One of them passes. Does he manage to escape? Uh, yeah, so you wait five, You wait six minutes, or no, three minutes for the, the spell to dissipate. You open the trap door, and you see five rats kind of like laying on their sides in little tiny pools of rat vomit, um, okay. kind of spasming I, and choking. And I would like to start shooting at these rats. All right, <laughs> give me some attack rolls at plus four Whoa. for them being incapacitated. Now, uh, I take my dog when I start. I just start, start like... chopping rat heads off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I use my new. Sure, but he oh, still yeah, gets right. to make an attack roll because he, okay, wait, wait. he called so it first. Okay, yeah, I, I actually didn't consider just chopping their heads off, so I guess I just start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please make me roll the hit, Van Can you tell me you're using your silver arrows for this? No, no. Okay, okay. yeah, you so skewer one of the rats. Just uh, are these not be executions? Are they fighting anyone? Uh, give me the damage roll first. Eight. Okay, yeah, you kill the first rat. Do I get um, a second? Well, hold on. I think by this time you get your set, pull out your second arrow. Maybe the rest of the party is has gone <laughs> down in. Chopping heads off with a broadsword. Yeah, yeah. I like, start cutting the heads off, and I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of put the bow away. <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead style, you know. Yeah, at this, the ones that are here are very easy to kill. Um, as they come across your arrow, like the arrow shaft has already snapped. It's hit the ground and broken part. Okay. Um, so that arrow's lost, but the you you clean up the rest of the rats with ease. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I want to um. So I say, all right, I grab like the uh, the lady who lives in this house, and I say we should take we killed eight of the rats. We should take them outside and burn them. I'd rather not leave uh, any dead carcasses to draw more here yet. Great. You don't want to cook them? Uh, would you like to? Excuse me. Do you want to get sick, ma'am? That's not a good idea. You know well, that, that's why you. That's why we. You cook. Those are carriers of the ranchiest, terrible things, and then he gassed them on top of it. Well, maybe you guys can afford to eat meat on a daily daily basis, but we out here can't. But fine, if you think they're too unhealthy to eat, burn them. There, there's a usually a. You know, there's a, a bonfire out in the middle of town. Meat and you can't. You realize that, right? Oh my goodness, these people are so ignorant. I'm giving, giving, I, well, I, I never, she says, and storms off. Let's, let's stay calm here. I, just, I, start, I start taking the rats outside, and uh, once we get them all into a big pile, I guess we burn them. How attractive is funny, Neil? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if you know what funny means in England, but... Uh, we know, but Fanny's also a name in, okay. in the stateside. Uh, it's short. It's the the pet name of the feminine form of Francis. That's my girlfriend's name, Francis. You I can call her Fanny. Fanny. Yeah. 
Probably not a good idea. <laughs> um, she is within average attractiveness. All right. Never mind. Van Helsing is uninterested. Yeah. He's going to offer to give us some money, but... Nah. All right, well, you know, I help on burn the rats, and then... Um, we right, we should set the trap right. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like I don't I don't care about burning. Van's on that. I'm looking for whoever will sell me like slabs of beef or like stew of some kind, anything refuse that rats will eat, and then I'm gonna slather peanut butter on it and make make a belladonna juice all over it. I once we burn all the rats, I do realize that we kind of just like burn somebody's source of food. So I I walk back in and I give Fanny a gold piece and say, buy some healthier meat. What's your charisma, your reaction adjust on your charisma modifier? Uh, oh god, it's huge. It's like... <laughs> plus six. Oh my god, you've got 17 charisma, right? Yeah. I mean, I give her a gold piece. I feel like that's a... Uh... Right, but... So I'm, for those of you that are watching, I'm rolling on the reaction, uh, the encounter reactions to kind of judge her take on this. And so his okay. bonus of six is pretty substantial. Uh, so she is very friendly to your gold piece instead of, you know, she could have taken it in an insulting sort of way, mm -hmm. but she doesn't. She takes it in a very like, oh, thank you, Father, and gives you a polite bow and says, I, 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 I don't know what to say. It's no trouble. I should actually deduct for the silver arrows while I'm at it. Uh, so they're getting the trap ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I need to spend some coin to get, like, a good portion of meat, good, like, you know, I want, like, the leftovers from, like, whatever they've been cooking all day. I want to root around the trash. I want to find everything that you would normally find in a big, like, rat pit, you know? Some meat, some, some I don't know, some old stews probably sitting around somewhere. Probably find, like, some stuff they've thrown out. It's got, like, bones and pickings on it. And, like, I just want all the trash from the town plus, like, food. Done. Fish head. Oh, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah easy to find. Are they willing to give it to me? Uh, yeah, if you walk around asking for their refuse to help them solve their rat problems, they willingly provide it. Yeah. Um, someone offers to shit in a bucket for you if you need that. I was like, uh, not, not quite, <laughs> but uh, thank you for the offer. You are uh, thinking outside the box. Anything to help. Anything to help. Excellent. So I build a big old pile of, like, old food, leftovers, stuff. I smear all of Van's two liters of peanut butter all over it. Wait, I get my leather gloves out, and I, on top of my I can ask you to do one butter, I start squeezing <laughs> 20, you know, berries all over it, mixing it in good. All right. We'll do so, 25. 25 berries all into it. We'll leave all 20 right. All right, so you use all the peanut butter, you use half the berries, you put all the stuff into this big pile. Um, meanwhile, Van Helsing and Malachi are taking rats and help, you know, there's a bonfire being built and rats are being thrown into it. I pretty quickly just go back to the tavern. Okay. Um, yes, they do have a small tavern here. It's pretty much just someone's, like, shack beside their house that they've converted and built like chairs and tables and there's not even a real bar there's kind of like a shelf with kegs on it uh and casks around it and a person who uh runs like a little box that they put the coins in it's a, mm. a very primitive tavern there is no inn in town so you're gonna have to make other accommodations 
So I, I inquire to the guy. I say, uh, "Sir, do you have rooms in this place?" Not really. Uh, we don't get many travelers through. There's some barns out here that you can sleep in. There's a got a couple of abandoned barns. We got some barns with some animals in them that are a little bit warmer. But uh, if you don't like sleeping with the animals, that smell can be a bit much. We can drag some hay out to one of the barns, or I think maybe well, given, some of them even have old hay in them. Given your rat problem, perhaps sleeping in the barn isn't the uh, wisest decision. Hey, it's a good idea. I heard there's maybe some uh, abandoned houses in this place, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you know, I think... Looters might have gotten to most of them, but you might be able to find a bed there still, maybe. That would definitely worth a check. How big is this room that we're in here? 20 by 20. Enough for three people and a dog. Yeah. Say, how about where I rent this, this room off you for the night? You serve us some drinks, I'll give you some coin. Me and my friends can sleep in here. You've probably got some blankets and such that you can spare. Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to rent you this place. Mind you... People will be serving drinks and carrying on to the night, but once everyone's all and gone, you're more than welcome to it. Well, let's say, you know, past a certain time, maybe you could close up a bit, Allie. Well, I'd be an asshole to say otherwise. You are here to help us solve our problems. Of course you can have the, the tavern, free of charge. Free of charge? Well, let me uh, at least pay for the, my refreshments and for that of my friends. Of I, course. I hand them, like, two gold. He slowly blinks at it and goes over to the till and starts shuffling around with coins nervously. Like said, he's... Keep it, friends. Thank you. You're, you're most generous. You are much better than the soldiers that normally come and service us here. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Just uh, remember me. Remember my name. Tell your friends. Malachi. That's right. Right. So have we spent 50 gold on this adventure yet? <laughs> No. no. I've only spent like 10 silver. Yeah. So I, I kick back um, in front of the fire with my pipe. And I wait for Van and uh, Craig to find their way here. All right. Uh, when I'm done with the uh, peanut butter trap, mm -hmm. can I look around town for a green barn? Yeah. Um, you're going to need some light because it's nighttime now. Oh, is it full night? Yeah. I'll do it later. Cool. Uh, does, like, something, okay, is there, like, a sconce or a torch somewhere, like, sitting outside of someone's home, like, on their, like, their front porch? There's a burned-out torch lying on the ground, but no active, no torches that could be used. I could just, like, steal somebody else's light, just be like, never mind now. Uh, you, you could probably do it, you'd have to walk into someone's house, there's no, like, lights lying about. Uh, nah. Okay, I'll go to the tavern. Okay, cool. How many hours left, Neil, in the evening? Um, the sun has already set, so at this point it's just people hanging around and drinking and talking about the wonderful adventure, the wonderful mercenaries that have come through their town to save them from this rat infestation and plague. So I still have to do eight hours a day to learn spells, right? Um, yes. Okay, well, never mind then. I'll leave it for now. Okay. Cool. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do, or we just move on to the next day? Uh, I don't think... Well, I, I think when... Uh, when... Croak gets back. I say, uh, sir, did you set your trap? 
I did, I did. I went half season on the poison because Van was a little nervous, but even still, that's a lot of poison we put in there. That's 25 berries worth, so we should kill ourselves a hefty number of rats. Yeah, I mean, we've surely sent them out considerably already. Yeah. Hopefully. If not, Malachi, I would hope you rememorize that spell of yours tomorrow. Indeed, yes. It seems to be perfect for dealing with these creatures. It is. Well, um, I've bought us all some some drinks for the evening, if you would uh, partake. Oh, absolutely. It has been a long day, and I need a stiff one, if you don't mind. Sure. And uh, I've actually arranged for us to sleep here tonight. They don't have any rooms in town, so I figured this was the best we could get. Better than sleeping in a barn. Excellently done, Malachi. Excellently done. All right. Well, this one's on me. It is appreciated. All right. So we you know, spend the rest of the night. Cool. The night passes fairly uneventfully, and you guys wake up the next morning in Ratburg. I guess we just go straight to, ch- or after memorizing and everything for Malachi, I guess we just go straight to checking on the trap. Yep. I have the same spells, Neil. There you go. Sure. The trap How has. How long does it take you to memorize spells, Malachi? I think it's it takes a 10 minutes per time. level one level, level one yeah. spell, and 20 minutes per level two spell, so 40 10. minutes currently. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're spending like forty minutes like preparing spells that Croak can just like I'm gonna look around town in the morning for a green barn. Mm. It takes that barn even longer than that, so mm-hmm. isn't it the same for me? Uh, same, yeah, but you have more spells. more spells. Yeah, but I don't have to rememorize anything because I didn't cast them yesterday. Uh, okay, um, that's true. So, yeah, if if Croak is looking out for a green barn, I'll head over to Fanny's place and not go like into the cellar out of a little bit of nervousness, uh, but like check to see if there's dead rats lying on the ground from the stairs. Sure, you poke your head in Fanny's cellar. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did that, Neil. Very good. I no, don't, play, don't play coy with me. You know. That's a, that association is only act uh, only present in the mind when you actively think about it. It's uh, okay. to us, Fanny is it just means bottom. Very polite, quaint term. <laughs> it's a weird distinction between America and England, really. Like, yeah. I wonder how that came to be slang for it in in England. I I have no idea. Yeah, uh, maybe somebody does. All right, so you poke your head into the cellar and you see uh, no rats down there. You see some bloodstains where the ones you killed yesterday were, but no carcasses. Okay, and there's, um... Does it look like they've eaten a lot of the stuff that we packed down there? Oh, where were all the the refuse? Was that put in Fanny's cellar? Oh, whatever cellar we put in. Okay, cool. Um, Yes, it definitely looks like rats have gone to town on it. There is some more stuff kind of strewn about and little areas where things have been plucked out of the, the mass. And there's no carcasses? No carcasses. Okay. Uh, I'll head back to the tavern and wait for Croak to return and tell okay. him about that then. Croak, um, you find yourself a green barn. It's a little kind of off at the edge of town. It's the furthest building away from everything. And it looks like it's a little dilapidated. The roof is caved in in some areas. The paint's coming off. There's some boards missing. The windows clearly have no glass left in them. If they ever did. Windows uh, ground level? Uh, no, the windows would be up in where the hayloft would be. Only one obvious entrance in? Yep. Perfect. 
Um, this is away from town a bit, a little bit of a poor town. I imagine there's uh, it's not like cobblestone or anything. Oh, there's no, no, no. Chance that we could find tracks around there. Mm -hmm. I want to see if I can find a pair of uh, humanoid tracks leading up into the barn and out, like just around the front entrance. Sure. Give me a tracking check. So. Alrighty. Uh, that's a nine. My wisdom is fifteen, and it's a minus six for minus six. for not being a ranger. So that is a success. So that's a pass on the money. Yes, it is. That is the best tracking check you could make. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um. You do in indeed find some relatively fresh prints. It looks like maybe it was made in the last 24 to 36 hours. Okay. Leading both in and out? No, just a set of prints going in. Okay. A single set of prints. Um... Uh, they are boot prints, specifically. Okay. Um, I want to see in. There's dilapidated boards, yeah? Mm -hmm. Is there a gap in there where I could peek in? Absolutely. I want to see who's my contact. All right. Uh, you peek your, you know, you take a look through one of these little holes, uh, and you see some structures in there. It looks like, uh, what do you call them? What is an individual unit within a stable called where a horse is? A corral? A stall. A stall. Thank a you. Stall. Uh, you see a whole bunch of horse stalls on either side. It's a big stack of hay in the back that looks quite old. There's a ladder that goes up into a hay loft. But there's no, no one apparent uh, sitting around here on the ground floor. Anyone could be hiding in the stalls, under the hay, or in the loft. Easy. Okay. But... Um, I uncork my lamp oil, and I start easing it like dribbling it onto the hinges of the door um as best i can to lubricate them and prevent them from squeaking and squealing um and i try to um as stealthily as i can slide that open make it move as silently as i can and like try to slip in unseen if i can and get a better view all right the lamp oil has some success uh, the door kind of, it opens with a, not a creak of joints, but, you know, kind of just a little bit of a noise. And you slip in and shut up behind you. It's all quiet in here. Mm -hmm. You can hear animals outside and, you know, some birds are chittering about on the rooftops. But in here, it's dim and quiet. Okay. Um, I am going to move slowly, um, looking stall to stall, I guess, but trying to keep an eye out for, A, I don't want to like stumble into a rat's burrow, um, but I'm trying to find who my contact is, hopefully first. Sure. Um, so you go stall to stall and find nothing. No one. No one in here? No one in any of the stalls. Okay. Um, I guess I'll make my way over to the, uh, I'm, I guess I'm just in like permanent, like trying to move as silently as possible mode. I want to find that guy, but if he's not here, I was told to dig through some hay for mm -hmm. a bag. So I will take out, do I have a long stick? No, but you can find an old, uh, pitchfork lying around. 
I'll take an old pitchfork and begin to try and like quietly, like still looking around for that guy um, who I think is in here somewhere, but I'm going to start moving through the hay to find that bag. Okay. As you start moving around the hay, you hear some noise on the ladder that leads to the loft. And you see coming down the ladder is a very well-dressed man with kind of immaculate shaped hair. Um, give me an intelligence check. So you're going to say initiative then? No, not yet. <laughs> That's a fail. Okay. Something about him strikes you as familiar, but you can't quite place it. Okay. Um, has he... He's definitely seen you. He's definitely seen me? Yeah, as okay. he's coming down, he's looking at you. Then I, I put my pitchfork away and cross my arms and assume a um, waiting stance for him. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to, to either run or kill him if need be. Okay. He comes down uh, and says, I don't, I don't recognize you. Are you a new guy? says, uh, I'm doing a favor for a friend here. Uh, turns out there was some people missing in town, so I'm picking up merchandise for you. Well, you can tell your friend that this is the last batch. Things have gotten too hot on the other end, and our suppliers and transporters are all dead. Mm. I see, I see. That's a disappointing news to hear, but I am the messenger. I will relay that for you. Okay. Um, he turns, climbs back up the ladder, grabs a bag, climbs back down, and hands it to you. Okay. Um, I say, uh, you won't mind if I check the merchandise, will you? No, no. It's a sack about, you know, yay big. It's got something sitting in it. Okay. I want to open it and take a look. Uh, you see inside a pair of halfling feet. Oh, I got him back! Ugh. I contain my excitement. and I... does, that, does that tip him off as to who this guy is? No, um, it tips me the player off. I think yeah. it might tip your character off, too. Whatever the player can figure out, the character can, maybe. Usually, I, I contain my excitement of having received my halfling's feet once again and <laughs> tied them off and put them in my bag and uh, say, uh, I thank you. Uh, I will uh, let the... Uh, Mutual friends of ours know this will be the last shipment. And I take good note of his face, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I uh, leave the barn. And we'll try to find the, like, shady area of a nearby place and see if I can see him leave in the next, like, 20 minutes before I have to go meet, meet up with Van and Malachi. Um, yeah, he leaves maybe five minutes after you do and just proceeds to head southeast. Um, I want to, if he heads somewhere in town, I want to follow him. Yeah, he just walks through town um, and then just out the other side without talking to anyone. Oh, he and, leaves town entirely. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. I can't follow him. I have to deal with these rats. Okay. I, uh, I go back and, and find uh, Malachi and Van having done their meditation thing. Okay, you guys see Croak coming back into the tavern with a sack. In my backpack. Okay, never mind. You don't see the sack then. Uh, and Yeah, and unless his backpack is already full, you wouldn't even notice the bulge in it. So, did you bring breakfast, Kirk? Uh, no, man, I, I didn't. I was doing some reconnaissance in old barns, see if I could find that burrow of ours for rats. I didn't have any luck where I was looking. <laughs> well, 
Well, that lock our trap will have uh, been sprung. Oh, and we should you. be walking into a uh, a burrow of dead rats. Okay. And uh, I, so. I checked the cellar myself. There is oh. no there are no dead rats down there, but it definitely did look like they went to town on the uh, the food we laid out for them. Oh, so I believe our current solution may not be working. There were no there were no dead rats in the cellar. Well, I can see. It, it's possible that it takes some time. If they were only eaten a few hours past, perhaps we should just wait out another day here and see if uh, they turn up. I think we should lay out another trap and try the old-fashioned way as well with that stinking cloud of yours. Look, it did work very quickly and very. It did. Let's just uh, let's just hang out. Uh, what we can do is some surging. If we come across them, we can kill them. But uh, I think that the poison should have worked. Uh, if they've eaten it, they should they they should be dead within the next twelve hours or so. We could search around some of these abandoned buildings, like I was doing this morning. We might find ourselves uh, some uh, dead rats lying around, and we could know for sure and take off. Chances are, uh, animals tend to go back to their uh, their resting places when they die. So if we can find some dead rats, we may be able to find the rest of them and flush them out. But uh, there's a chance that they won't be actually dying dying for another 12 hours or so. It's also possible that the berries may not kill them. It's true. But um, I find it unlikely. If we the do find a big door country. opens with a bang, and in comes a youth, a female youth, maybe 13, 14 years old. She's wide-eyed and excited and goes, We found a rat! We found a dead rat! Where at? <laughs> we found it. We, we found a dead rat. Away, my dear. Take us to it. All right. She leads you hurriedly, like she runs uh, and waits for you to catch up, and then runs ahead and waits for you to catch up, and runs ahead like a child would do, and leads you to a spot, kind of just in between some buildings, not at the edge of town, but you know, well away from the center of the village. And there is a small gathering of people all standing around, hands on their hips, looking at a dead rat. That's just kind of... Bleh. Is that out in the open? <laughs> yeah, it's just in the middle of the road. Excellent. I don't know what happened. Uh, any of these... Hey, all you people here. Any of these buildings uh, abandoned at the moment, vacated? Um, that one, they say, pointing to a building. Nearby, I assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perhaps we should uh, start that. Vine Malachi, I think we should start in that location over there. This gentleman has pointed out to us. Seems to me this would be a good place to find some uh, dead rat bodies. Does it look like the abandoned home is like kind of falling apart and crumbling? Like there'd be a lot of natural daylight leaking in? Not that badly. There okay. actually looks to be maybe three abandoned buildings, or at least dilapidated buildings here. This one is the worst of the three. And the only one pointed as uh, currently unoccupied. But it's yeah. not like the roof isn't caved in. Just, you know, the boards need a new paint and a paint job and the door is a little okay. crooked. I, uh, I suggest that Malachi have a staff out then so that it's very clear what we're seeing once we're inside. Sure. Neil, I, I pick up the dead Ross mm -hmm. and I hold it to Scooby's nose. Let's try and give him the scent. <laughs> All right, boy. Find it. And I, uh, I hope to have him sniff out other rats. Okay. He looks really excitedly at you. All right. Now go. Come on. Woof. <laughs> Come on. Woof. I throw the dead rat. He runs over, picks it up in his teeth, and brings it back to you. Woof. <laughs> All right. I just take it off him and pat, stroke him. 
<laughs> and now Scooby has eaten poison saving throws. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you didn't eat it. No, I know, I know. I'm just being evil. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I take off the I take off the, the stuff. Lights. All right, Van, let's go. You lead the way. Very well. I grab my shield just in case and uh start pressing into the house. Uh, you open the door, shine the light around. It seems pretty empty. It's another one of these like the entire house is one open room sort of set up a lot like your father's house, Malachi. Mm. Is there um like a cellar, a cellar door? Uh, someone tells you there is in the back. Okay, so I I kind of walk to the back and open the cellar door, and we shine the light down there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty empty. There's a couple of old broken tools in here, like a pitchfork that's missing a tine, and the other tines are bent. Um, you know, a stack of corroded copper nails that probably aren't very much use anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, some old bags that look like the rats have already eaten them and gotten whatever was inside of them, but you don't see any rats themselves. You do see rat droppings. Okay. I um. This doesn't look like the place. I say to the group, I think we should um lay another trap with the let's... the rest of the berries in them. And you said the there was three buildings right now. Let, let's search the rest of the buildings first, fun. Well, the other buildings are all occupied. People have moved in. You know, when we came back after the the army came through, you know, we fled. And when we came back, we didn't nearly have as many people. But we did pick up some new folk that settled here that weren't here before. Uh, and they, they took these buildings on either side. So, are it, they it, out here in the crowd? Can we talk with them? Uh, there's Joseph. Uh, Hello, I see Joseph. him. Hey, uh, you mind if we take a look around your house? You got a cellar or something? There might be some dead rats we're looking for. He nods. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, why don't you start in the cellar? I'll, I'll tidy up the actual room first, you know. All right, yep. we will do that. Thank you, Mr. Joseph. Okay. And um, his cellar is more kind of the same. It's a little bit empty. His, he's got some supplies down there. You see a block of cheese that's hanging from a, a rope that's attached around a hook in the ceiling to keep anything from getting to it. Uh, you see some shelves with some oil. There's a, an old rusty lantern, or corroded because it's not iron, uh, lantern hanging over there, uh, a hammer, some other supplies, nothing interesting. You see some rat droppings lying around and a, a little hole that looks like a rat would burrow through that leads into the ground. Ah. Uh, well, this could be it. How big does it look like on the inside? Just like far too small for a human to go through? Definitely. You lay, you lay down and take a look. It's it's tiny. You can't imagine these rats fitting in through it, but you've seen rats squeeze through ridiculous places. You know they're very flexible, agile creatures. So Something we could consider doing would be the old uh, smoke them out trick. Yeah, if we blow some smoke down there, at the very least, we might be able to find out Stuff, where the other entrances yeah. are. Stuff plenty of flammable materials down there, set it on fire. I like what you're thinking. I like what you're thinking. I shine the light from the... I just put the end of the stuff to the to the hole. The cellar isn't like wood, right? It's not going to catch fire? No, it's all dirt on all sides, except for okay. the wooden staircase. Okay. Uh, Would there sh- be a similar hole on the cellar of the unoccupied home? You could double check. Yeah, I, I feel like we should to look for another... Yeah, if we're going to smoke them out... Oh, but... Hold on, Van. Before we get too carried away, I mean, there's another house here. Let me knock on the door and talk with the the miss, uh, the whoever's it, it is. I, I assume. Mm. Yes. Uh, you do that, Malachi. Let's go check the abandoned house. Make sure there was no hole. Okay. Sure. I find it's unlikely that there's only going to be one hole. 
I think, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like they would have multiple. They'd have There's probably network. lots. I, I think killing them with smoke is probably unlikely. Driving, Driving them, them out. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Right. Is the owner of the third house in the street, actually? I'll ask. No, she is not okay. around, but you hear her name is Erin. Erin, okay. I uh, I go up and just kind of rap on the door. I knock on it. Hello, uh, Miss Erin. Uh, uh, the town here would like to have a, just a word, if you would. Uh, the door opens, and there's a, a woman whose eyes are puffy and red like she's been crying, and she sniffles goes, Can I help you? Oh, my dear, I apologize that I have interrupted you in a clearly a, a rough time in your life. Um, you must know of the, the rat infestation that came here in town. My friends had set up a, a trap here. We'd like to check your cellar, if you would, to see if we might have found uh, the, the end of our problems here in Ratburg. Right, right, the poison. Yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Um, my cellar? Yeah, do you you have a cellar around back? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, but I don't keep any supplies in there. I don't have any. Yeah, but I, we're thinking that the the rats may have made their home somewhere nearby here. You see, we see one in the street here, lying dead. Thought we could check your your home for the the cellar. I'm sure is where they most likely be. But uh, see if we can find the nest and know that they're good and dead, so that uh, our job here is done. She nods. Um... And goes back in, finds a key, and heads out. Takes you around the back of the house, unlocks the the cellar, uh, opens it up for you, and mm-hmm. you hear squeaking as you do. And there's maybe like six rats in there, uh, kind of circled around a pile of dead rats. Uh, okay. Uh, she I, uh... kind of goes ah, and gives a bit of a, a squeal when she sees them. Oh, my dear, I'm so sorry that your home had to be the, the place for these. Uh, just, just uh, you wait here with the crowd. I'll go get the exterminators, and we'll deal with these people. Uh, we'll deal with this problem for you. She nods. Um, and I walk off and find uh, Malachi and Van. All right. So we checked the other, we checked the first house again, the abundance. It didn't have any holes in it. None that no, you could so tell, we, at least, yeah. We come back out and see Croak coming towards us then, I guess. All right, guys, uh, it turns out we didn't have to do the searching over there for the hole. We don't need to smoke them out at all. Uh, they, the kind lady uh, in this middle house here, she's got the uh, the rats in her cell, and I told her we'd go ahead and take care of it for them. If you, if you would, I think your stinking cloud may be in order, Mr. Malachi. Yeah, of course. Let's, uh, let's get this over with. All right. A all right. small crowd develops to watch you guys you know, kill rats. I would pass it for. <laughs> and I, uh, I go to the edge of this. Is that a trap door or a door? It's a, yeah, it's like a cellar door that opens up. Okay. So, uh, Van, hold this torch and make sure none of them attack me. You're muted. No, you're, again. Muted. you're muted again, Sean. No. You're still Sean, muted. you're muted. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. Uh, can I just take your staff? Uh, yeah, but they might fire might drive them off better if they uh, if they we don't want to drive them off though, right? I just mean in case they attack me when I open the door. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll hold the torch. Yeah, so okay, open the door. Uh, you open the door and there is a nice pile of rats there. Like, in, I don't want to say neatly stacked, but there's like a a, sta- a mound of rats. Like dead rats or uh, dead rats. Them all alive. No, dead rats. There's is that live rats? 
No, any live rats are nowhere to be seen. The six live rats went away? They are not there anymore, Croak. Uh, we shouldn't have split the party. This was a disappointing thing. Well, we know where their nest is. Uh, shall we poison the trap down here as well, or go for another one somewhere else? Uh, perhaps we Oops. should... Uh, wait we should clear off. these out first. These dead ones. The dead rats might lure them back. They might come back to eat them. I'm a little weirded out that six rats just left. They're not oh, eating like they might have rats or doing rat things. I think they might have I been spooked. Did I have a torch? Nope. That's What's weird. That? Should we investigate the room, Priscilla? I mean, I, let's just... May, I, sure. You tell me. You're the magic guy. Well, let's see if we can maybe see which way they went. Sure, sure. By all means. I, I right. kind of go down in front, torch in one hand and shield in the other. Okay. Looking for a way out. Um, you see three different tunnels leaving this room. Okay, I um, I say we should shut the door, come back a few hours later, and see if the six rats are back. And if they are, we can stinking cloud and kill them the good old-fashioned way. If that doesn't work, we can lay out another trap and try to poison them again. Yep, fair enough. All right, let's uh, should we let's leave these bodies in here for now. This might attract hey, maybe, them back. Let's just go and check the um, that other guy's cellar again. Maybe that's where they went. We know that there's a way out there. That's true. There's no harm in trying if we're going to wait anyway. Fair sure. enough. Uh, let's can we count these rats first? I want to see how many have died here, and I kind of like yeah. look at them out and try. I don't want to like touch them, but I want to count them sort of by sight, get a, like a rough approximation. I use my staff to like pick through them all. Yeah, you you find about thirty-ish like, rats. Ah, nice. Well, so we've killed 38. Um, there can't be too many left. Oh, God, this has to be the most boring session to watch ever. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Ah, Hardcore exterminators. Right. You know? All right, that... we go back and check the guy's cellar. Oh, I do. Yeah, I go with him. Uh, which guy's cellar? The, the one we found the hole in. Right, the first. okay. Uh, it's empty and deserted. Okay. Okay, let's. So we shut the cellar door to the one that Mr. we just Mr. Van, left. do you think that we might just smoke them out now and deal with them? Yeah, because of The problem is we don't know all the exits. There's three tunnels leading out of that cellar. We only know one of the exits. This think, is true. I think our best bet would be to wait a few hours, see if we can kill them with a stinking cloud, and if not, just set another trap. You hear like an audible groan from a couple of people in the crowd. Uh, they go, oh man, I was hoping it would be done now. I got to go work in the fields. You can go work in the fields. Well, you, well, you well, I wanted to see you kill the rats. Uh, we could we could call everyone out, let them know. You could go work in the fields. We could make a quick uh, announcement to the town before we do it. Yeah, you want to ring the church bell when, when it's time? Sure. All right. Everyone like, yeah, well, this would be good. <laughs> uh, and everyone heads off to do their normal workday duties. Um do they all sit there and chant, like, rat killers? <laughs> no, no. No, but the rats start chanting rat cleaver. <laughs> um, all right, so what? We give it an hour. Sure. Two hours. So while you guys are kind of kicking it and waiting, Erin comes back and finds you. And she says, uh, I, I, th I, think, I think I heard something. In your cellar? Oh, in your cellar? You think that... No, no, un under my floorboards. Oh, no. Well, Can... please, uh, lead the way back to your home, miss. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps we should wait on that. I don't... If we go well, digging if up the there, I mean, I'm sure we could get them, yeah? 
Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure of any method to quickly do it short of destroying her floor. Well, the boards come up easy enough. They're just placed down there. Uh, very well. Yeah. We can and besides, I could just take new floorboards from the abandoned house if I need to. Okay, fair enough. I want her to start leading the way. Yeah, she I leads the way. Very meaningfully, like, I don't trust her. I don't say that, but I get the like. Okay. And I'm not sure I interpret it. She's exactly weird. How you she's crying, to... and, like, now she's all chipper. Okay, yeah. I follow her in, though. Okay. Uh, she opens the door and kind of and points to an area of uh, floorboards about kind of in the center of the house, really. So I just wait and listen. You can hear this weird squeaking sound. Sounds like the rats, right? Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Um... Well, if I open the floorboards up, can you stink and cloud them? I think so, yep. All right. Hold on, how I much think... space is underneath these these floorboards? Yeah. She shrugs. I don't know, there shouldn't be any, but there's... I'm not sure if a stinking cloud would be the best option here. Perhaps we should leave the house and Malachi can risk fumigating himself. Well, can't you just open the boards and, you know, stab him with your sword? Van, Van, you make sense. I like where you're thinking. Can you, Mr. Van, uh, Mr. Malachi, would you please, like, could you stinking cloud this just and fumigate this entire area, and then when it's done, we'll pull the boards up and deal with Wait, it? Wait, I have to live here. Hold on, you can't just, does, you can't just... Does it leave a lingering smell? Wait, the, uh, we'll, be, we'll be done with it. Does it leave a lingering smell? No, the, the spell will be completely gone within three minutes. Do not worry, madam. Isn't it going to be bad if I live in a house that's been magicked? Not as bad as a house that's filled with doggies and rats. Oh, okay. Trust me, ma'am. I cast magic on a daily basis. I doubt. I doubt you're in any real danger. I okay. too cast magic on a daily basis. <laughs> Two wizards? I'm a cleric. He is, the, he is no wizard. Yes, I'm a cleric. It's the slightly more impressive title. Roll my eyes. All right. Well, you say a prayer, Van, and I'll go and kill the rats. Fair enough. All right. I say, <laughs> oh, lords, please protect the mighty rat slayer. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I get, to the, um, I get to the front door of the house. It's just one big room, right? Yeah, just one big room. And I, I cast Stinking Cloud along the base of the floor and then have it, you know, it's, it's the, yeah. It fills the entire room, right? So I, yeah. I just do it and then close the door. All right. Uh, you hear some squeals from inside. Wait three minutes. Eight. Do I have enough D20s? No, I don't. Oh, shit. It's oh, a lot of rats. Six. <laughs> don't forget, Neil. If they can't escape, they um. I, keep I, I know, I know. All right, all right. What sort of save versus poison do rats have? Um, I think they save like everything else, don't they? Like a first level fighter? Yeah, yeah. okay. So a, six, a 14 or better would be their poison save. Um, so three minutes pass. Erin mm -hmm. is standing next to you guys, tapping her foot. After you, Vaughn. Very well. And I kind of like run in and we start to just pull up floorboards, I assume. Yeah. Um, Aaron comes in behind you guys, 
shuts the door and begins to twist and grow and shrink. Her clothes of disappear. Course. Fur sprouts from her body all over as she draws a couple of weapons. And we go to our first break. Our next break. God See you guys on the other side. Bye. Are you kidding me? It really was a werewolf. Screw this. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Um, yeah. Why don't we start by rolling initiative? Cool. Who wants it? I'll roll it. Or, All right. Yeah. Or wait, let's have Malachi do it because he wants to go first. Okay. okay. Let's go, Nick. Oh, oh sorry. It rolls a ten. It drops its die off the table. I feel like that's an automatic. <laughs> that's an automatic that's ten. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it rolls a two and goes first. Shit, okay. Oh, it's shit. Turn transforming. Oh, Malachi, you're probably fucked, dude. She has no. finished transforming into her half-rat, half-human twisted shape. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nail, don't do it. Dude, come on. Oh, no. Hit, her hit, John. sword and cleaver emerge. But she has a rat cleaver? <laughs> So it's a big meat cleaver and a long sword. She hisses and leaps at Malachi. I knew it. Oh fuck, man! You're a fucking spellcaster. Shit, we shouldn't have pulled her. Armor class ten. Yeah. All right. The long sword hits. Oh, two points of damage. How pathetic. So she gets her second attack at the end of the round. No, if you have multiple attacks with the same weapon, it goes at the end of the round. The second attack goes simultaneously. Dude, do not die here. I don't want to die. Rat Cleaver comes and swishes through the air, narrowly missing you. All right. Is that our turn now? Yes. yes. All right, okay. cast sleep. Uh, uh, just at the rats. That's the only creature. Um, where am I? Sorry, I'm... Trying to trying to get over the fight that I'm about to one hit your uh, your monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you cast sleep. It gets a saving throw. No, there's no saving throw for no, sleep. No saving throw. I roll two d four and I have to get more than its hit dice. Unless it's got more than four plus three hit dice, and then it doesn't it doesn't work. All right, roll your hit dice. I think it's two d four. I'll just check. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Five. That might do it. Hopefully. It is not getting a save. Yeah. If it's if it's affectable, that'll do it. Yeah, that's true. I think it has to be four hit dice or less. Yeah, four hit dice or less. I think a werewolf's four hit dice plus something. I just four ran. plus three. It's four plus three or less. Oh. Oh god. Oh yeah, you're right. God, please. And you rolled how many hit dice? Five. Okay. Um, the suspense is very, very thick right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. The sleep spell seems to have no effect whatsoever. Uh, All right. All right. Back. Uh, yeah. I say, Malachi, yeah. retreat. I say, Malachi, retreat to me. Croak, back off. Do not attack. And then I cast Charm Person or Mammal. Wait, but first I'm going to throw this with you, Neil. That would work on a were rat. Is a mammal and human size or smaller? I think this is one of those moments where all the evidence suggests yes, but you don't know for certain, and I am not going to okay. confirm or deny. Person or mammal, and tell Malachi to retreat behind me and Croak not to attack. 
I can't move away without incurring an attack opportunity, can I know? Correct. Can he disengage so, as an action? That would be a full round action. action. He already oh. cast a spell. Shit. Okay. Then, yeah, I just say don't attack. Until mm -hmm. attacked. Okay. Um, Alright, you cast Charm, Person, or Mammal. Croak, what do you do? Oh god, we're really gambling here. Um, for the moment, um, I want to see what happens. He's told me not to attack. I'm feeling very overwhelmed by not having magic. So, is there, do the rules allow for me to take like a defensive stance to improve my AC at all? That is Could an he... optional rule, and we are not using I optional rules. Could he like tackle Malachi without incurring an attack of opportunity? Yeah, I would say if you grab Malachi and yank him back, that would be a forced move. Forced moves don't incur attacks of opportunity. Okay. Nice. As bullshit as that is. <laughs> Thanks. Alright, so what, you or, impose yourself kind of between me? Yeah, or let's like, say you, you take his place. Like, you interrupt in front of Malachi would probably be how it's done. So you would have to take his spot next to her. Right. And then I guess well, it's I up to Croak if he wants to do that or not, though. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah. as a player, that makes a lot of sense, because I have better AC. But I don't think Croak is willing to do that. Oh, God, dude. Croak is not interested in getting hit by this thing. Okay. Croak, Croak is going to... Fuck. Croak is going to prepare a flask of oil and his flint and tinder. And if this thing acts aggressively or I get the word from Van, I'm going to try to get a burning inferno in here to, to drive this like rat thing off. Okay, hold on. One thing though. So he couldn't pull it away without getting an attack of opportunity? Like he couldn't run behind Malachi and yank him back? No, I would say that folks just as much of an attack of opportunity as walking backwards would okay all right initiative all right let's see if malachi dies here the rat creature before you hisses and says you filthy bastards i have been running for ages and here you come and kill my my children no I will not let you do to us okay, what they have murder done time. before. Let's hope Malachi doesn't die here. Wait, did you, did you cast your spell? I guess it didn't work. Yeah, I casted my spell. So I say, SHOOTER! <laughs> Should I do it again, the initiative? Do you really do that? Like, is that a... a <laughs> yeah, I, I shout to shoot her. Well, okay. But the, it's initiative, so yeah, Malachi, roll it, because you're the one who might die here. Fuck. Fuck. See, my issue here is that might have been her being your friend and, like, talking with you instead of just murdering. I think you may well, have misinterpreted that that bit of dialogue there. And if you just say, shoot her, like, you're going to have a real good chance of pissing off your new friend. That's possible. She hits Malachi with her long sword again. Oh, no. Malachi, you take another three points of damage. You have two, right. You have two left, right? The yep. rat cleaver swings through the air. From Malachi once more. A nine. Adjustment. <laughs> well, after adjustments, a nine. Malachi's going to disengage. Is disengage. there a window? There is a window behind you. Can I just disengage and go out the window? Absolutely. Right. I, I say, Malachi, stay... Or, yeah, I say, Malachi, stay behind me. Well, I just, I just, I disengage, go through, and sort of bail okay, out the window. Out you the window. are covered, like, you've been slashed many times badly. You are... Yeah. Okay, if he jumps out the window, then I guess I don't... Can I, can I drink my... 
potion of healing while I'm while I'm doing this. Uh, disengage is a full action. Okay. You can drink it next round, or you can stand in place and drink it. Hmm. No, I'll go out through the window. Um, and it, I mean, I know this is happening. It's all at the same time. So if it's making a move to follow me, mm-hmm. I'll keep backing off. But otherwise, I'm gonna wait at the window. No, it stays in the building. Okay. Um, uh, Croker Van Helsing, who's next? I... Uh, I've basically been preparing to like oil and, and flint and tinder, so that's what I'm gonna do. Alright, you throw your oil flask at her. Give me a roll to hit to see if you can break it on her. Or hit her. Okay. Do I get my dex adjust on throwing oil flask? Yes, you do. Alright. <laughs> That's oh. a three with Thackeray 18. Oh. Uh, it crashes against the wall behind her, covering the house, the house in oil. Okay. Th- there's no fire oh, yet. It's no fire. Okay. oil. Yeah. Do you have another flask of oil? I do. Good. Can he throw two per round? No. One per round. Okay. Um, uh, you know, if your oil is as ready at hand as your daggers are, I would say two per round. But I think you probably don't yeah. keep it like in a... You know, on well, your belt. Did I want to ask about it, I did one. spend like a whole round preparing this. Yeah. You did prepare, but you prepared your flint and tinder and your oil. So that's oh, like, that's go in your bag, grab out your supplies. The one bit of lawyering here, if rounds are a minute long, I feel like he would have, if he had it prepared at the start of the round to throw the first flask, he'd have enough time to rummage through his back and get the second throw by the end of the round. Could I move around her? Without provoking an attack of opportunity and set the wall on fire where I put my oil. Neil, so what about uh, what about Scooby here? Is he fighting or is he? Just oh yeah, good bomb? question. Um, Scooby probably is attacking the rat creature. We probably should have had him attack for last round, but let's say he was surprised and a little afraid. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he can go now. Uh, no, you you may have prepared the action last round, but only okay. one action per round. Okay. I think okay. for this round, Van Helsing is going to pull. You can shoot a bow in melee combat, right? There's no penalty by the rules? Correct. Okay. Van Helsing is going to pull out his bow and his silver arrow and fire a shot. Give me a roll to hit. Oh, All right. Here's the one. Uh, do I have a bonus? No. no. 15. Hit. One. <laughs> I got one. You so. graze the rat woman before you. Should I roll Scooby's attack? Please do. He's got fucker 19, so... Does he have silver teeth? <laughs> I don't think so. 10, Tucker 19. She dodges. Okay. And then he died. So All right. Happened. Initiative. Uh, wait, I got a second shot. Oh, go ahead. Give your second shot. 13. Thacko. 20. Miss. She um. dodges. Oh, God. Initiative. I'll roll it this time. Man, she goes first and aims her sword at Scooby. Whatever. Well, I don't <laughs> Scooby takes eight points of damage from the sword. Uh, rip. Rip already? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, and then she takes a look, pauses a moment between Croak and Van Helsing. And launches herself at Croak. Alright. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, what is your armor class, Croak? Six! Six? Okay, she Wait, hits. Can you, if you have dual wielding, can you move and take the second attack? I thought they had to be immediately adjacent. Hmm. 
Well, it's a small room. It's a very small room, right? If it's 20 feet on the side, which is probably not even, that's, you know, a couple of steps. Um, so I think it's fine in this case. And I don't think dual wielding has a problem with that. I think you can move and do both. Because okay. it happened at the same time. Fair yeah. Um, she hits you for four points of damage. Croak. Is that all ten? Uh, yes, it is. All right, I cast magic missile through the window. Ooh, give me a damage roll. Please. I get two now, oh, right? Yeah, you two. Two, two d four plus two. two. Nine. Oh. Nice. You hit her with two darts that spring forth from your fingers. Uh, she squeals in pain and surprise. Your beady little red eyes staring down Croak. All right. Croak? I... How Van Helsing? Yeah, I'm going to fire my first shot here. That silver arrow knocked. Hope I get a 14. Nope. No. Croak? I have really nothing I can do to hurt her. Can I throw a silver coin at her? Yes, you can. I'm going to throw a silver coin as hard as I can at her. Give me a roll to hit. Her face. <laughs> oh, I can't type in a one. There we go. <laughs> yes. You bean her in the head with a silver coin. It does zero points of damage. It's yeah. weighty though, right? So it's obnoxious? Yes, it's obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> is it because it's a coin or because he can't throw it hard enough? Because like, you can't throw a coin hard enough to cause damage to a person. If you but put can it on you your sling a coin hard enough to do damage? Yes, in a sling, that might work. Alright, well, next round. <laughs> um, hmm. Alright, next round, right? Everyone's gone? No, no second, second shot. shot. Second shot. Another miss? Yeah. Alright, initiative. Uh... Croaky roll. Croak. Yeah, I'll do it. Ten? Eight. Fuck okay. no. She goes first again. She's rolled two, three, three, and one for her initiative, so... We've rolled nine, eight, eight, eight. Yeah. So nine, nine, eight. Nine, nine. Nine, oh, nine, eight, eight. Alright. Croak at... She's after Croak again. But she glances back towards Van Helsing as she attacks him. Oh my god, Croak! Thank god we're not doing criticals, because she just rolled yeah. two twenties to hit you. I'm probably dead. 220s, but there's no criticals in... The criticals an optional rule. Damage rules, and I don't have much health. How much health oh. do I have? I have eight current health. Oh, shit. Croak, you take two damage from Rat Cleaver, and you take five damage from the Longsword. <laughs> oh, okay, guys, guys, we have to murder her this round. There is no way Croak is going to survive. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Wait, Neil, oh, is the man. ground in here like dirt and grass? No, it's boards. Fuck. Um, Shit. All right, you know what? I'm going to be a badass here. I'm going to... This is a really small house, bear in mind. I'm going to run forward, cast Sanctuary on Croak, and then leap out the window. What? Ooh. That's a good plan. All right, do it. I cast uh, Sanctuary on Croak and leap out the window. Okay. <laughs> Croak, what do you do? I say run. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I like cast it on him and then shout run. Is there a way that I can make a fighting withdrawal towards the door? Yeah, you can just take a withdraw action to uh, the door. One thing to note about that spell is you can't attack or it wears off. 
Right, right, right. I look. I don't want to sit and fight her anymore. I just don't want to turn around and run and then get killed by an attack of opportunity. No, right? a withdrawal action's legit. You can withdraw at the door. Okay, I'm gonna withdraw the door and fucking run. All right, yeah, I, so I just leap out the window. You withdraw the door. She follows as per the withdraw spell. You know, your yeah. withdraw action. Um, right. I sling up with a coin. Ooh, oh. give me a roll to hit. Yeah. Thirteen. Thacko no. twenty. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, because Croak is back going attack. out the door and you're going from behind, you get back attack. So plus two to hit makes that a fifteen. That is a hit. Uh, now it's not going to do sling, bullet, or rock damage because the coin is awkwardly shaped. Yeah. What is the the bullet damage is D four plus one. I think it's yeah. D six. And the the rock is just D four. D four. Yeah. I think this does D two. Okay. Doesn't the bullet do D six? D four plus one. It gets lodged. It's D six plus one. Uh, two. Two. You hit her for two damage. All right. Roll initiative uh, for next round. Because oh. Sanctuary does not take effect until she tries to attack him. And yeah. then yep. she loses sight or loses track. All right. I'm going to roll a d10. Nine. Oh, <laughs> Holy fuck. Jesus. Okay. She is following Croak and says in her beady, hissy little rat voice, You meddlesome creatures. I will have you. I will cut you up and feed you to my children. Uh, oh, now what? she has to make a saving throw versus spell. Yeah. Which she Throw totally passes. Fuck! Fuck. Bye, guys! <laughs> no. It's great knowing you croak! Wait, she might miss two attacks. That's true, she might miss two attacks. And you have Thacko uh, AC6? I have AC6. Alright, the first oh. attack is a wild miss with the long sword. The rat cleaver comes in. Attack? What? Does she have to save every attack? Uh, I think it's yeah. a, a pass save thing. I'll you might want to double check that. Priest casting, uh, any opponent. But it doesn't matter. She misses her second attack. But we should. Oh shit! Fuck. Get yes. out the door, dude. She misses her second attack by one, though. So. Get uh, he's out the door in the streets already, I and she's chasing her. I sling her again before she before she gets out. I'm okay. firing arrows. Oh, wait, is the ground grass? The back ground is 14. dirt. Fourteen is back attack. That's a hit. Two. Oh, so I get a plus two. Uh, yes, for back attack. Miss. Oh. But I get a second attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Took your turn. Another miss. Okay. Uh, croak. Uh, I'm continuing to withdraw and try to get space so I can run away from her. Okay. Initiative. This might be the end of Croak. Croak, this you've, is got very roll. you've got to roll. You've got to roll it again, Croak. Yeah, have Croak roll it. <sighs> Please stop rolling eights and nines. Can we get like a one? A five. She goes first again. No, Neil, why? But as you withdraw, she turns to face Malachi and Van Helsing. Well, I'm on. I'm through the. I'm through the window. Right, Van's in, in between me and her. She's in the street. Yes. She gives you guys a good hard look, um, and dashes off. And as she dashes off towards a house across the street. She shape changes. Her weapons kind of merge with her body, and she becomes the size of a rather large rat. And she squiggles between some boards and disappears underneath the house. Can I? Uh, can I get a shot before she gets away? No. Okay. Um, Do you mark off the silver coin. Uh, you can pick up the silver coins that you've shot. What about and, the arrows? How many can I recover? Um, what, what I well, we'll off? do that with that when you are 
Actually, yeah, we'll do with both of those later. I'm sorry, I shouldn't even have brought that up now. Um, your guys' turn. What do you want to do? We need to heal. We need to heal badly. I say, Malachi, uh, do you have any means of recovering your health? Croak is, is seriously injured. He needs my help. Yeah, I drank my potion then. Okay. Neil, how, how much do I get? Uh, you heal... I think a potion of healing... Let me double check it. I think it's 2d4, In the meantime, though. I cast both my healing spells on Croak. You get... You're up to three. Oops. Come on, roll higher. I know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what is with our rolls today? That's way better than one, though. 2d4 plus two. two. Look, if Malachi. we can find this thing, I can be... I can be more prepared to kill it. 2d4 plus two. Yes. Okay. Seven. All right, I'm back to four. Hold on. So both Croak and Malachi were injured. I give them two sprigs of the Belladonna and tell them to eat a little bit of it. Okay. Yeah. I'll eat it. Okay. I do it. All just right. in case. I figure it's probably not an issue. I, I assume it's only through bites, but just to be safe. Most What's of the, the plan Most of the townspeople are out and about in the fields. There's actually I not really anyone around here. Right I immediately now. ring the church bell. I like I go wait, to the church wait. and ring the bell. I we go back in the house and kill the rats before they wake up. I don't right. want to follow her down that hole. No, hey, the house that because she, she just left. She went didn't to another she house. Back, didn't she go back in? She went to another house. Oh, she went to a different okay. house. So you want to go and kill the rats under the floorboards? Yeah, Vaughn, you, you lead the way. They, okay. Some of them could be waking up. So we run in and pry the floorboards up, I guess. And there you find a bunch of sleeping rats. We murder yes. them. They're dead. All right. Now okay. I go and ring the church bell. Okay. The church bells ring, and you see people poking their heads up in the fields and starting to make their way towards you. All right. So I congregate them in the town. And I say, what is the... I find, like, the nearest person who, you know, is obviously not Aaron. And I say, uh... <laughs> What what is the largest building in this town? Oh, the church for sure. Get everybody to the church now. I thought we were gonna kill some rats. It's more than rats. Get everybody to the church now. Well, what is like there a, a problem? They see like a badly bloodied croak, like just covered in like sword. Yeah. Oh I my god! What's I going like on? Get everybody to the church. This is dangerous. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he starts running around and gathering people as they come in from the, the town and starts yelling at them to get in the church and questions are being asked. The yeah. the cleric here, not the cleric, the the priest in town. Oh, my God, I'm dropping everything. Um, I also, while they're coming into the church, I yes. say, do not allow Aaron into the church. If she's with you, push her out. Aaron? You know, if you find her. The new girl? Yes. Do not allow her into the church. If we find her, we should just restrain her and kill her. Did Aaron do that to Mr. Croak? Yes, Aaron is not human. Oh, that's that's a little mean. She's a were-rat. Oh, you actually mean she's not human? Yes. Oh, shit! Alright! <laughs> uh, as they pack people into the church and shut the doors, it leaves the three of you in the streets. Look, I think I, if, I think we want to be in there with them. If I have my vote, we rest for the night. And yeah, I say I, we want to be in there with them. Yeah. So we're, we're going into the church with this group. All right. And I start instructing people to, like, look for any holes in the building and just cover them. Like, barricade anything that could be an entry for rats. All right. You guys start barricading all the holes possible. The priest in this town uh, helps you. 
you know, walks around patching up this and that, kind of points people to the different areas. Um, they barricade the doors around the four different chambers of the uh, temple. And then the priest comes over to the altar uh, to Falumbra, which kind of sits in the dead, dead center of the temple, which is within itself within a ring of other things. And gives it a looking at and notices that the altar, that little pedestal to Falumbra, has a, a chip in it. And down in there is the uh, the catacombs. And he look, gives a look and says to you guys, Well, I don't know if they can fit through here, but if they can, that's the catacombs down there. That's a, a whole lot of things. I don't know if the rats would be down there or not, but... Uh... Well, let's just, let's just block it up let's for now. Let's seal it for now. Okay, all right. He, Tell me, he seals it I up. know churches are usually the defensive spot for a village that's under distress, yes? Mm-hmm. Would you happen to have any weapons anywhere lying about pitchforks, potentially? Would you be armed, just in case? Well, I, I have a mace and uh, a suit of studded leather from my, my earlier days. Does anyone have any slings in town, I say to the, the crowd? Some of the younger kids perk up that they've got them. Do they have them on them? Nope. All right. They're at their I... houses. They could go out and get them. Yeah, I, I give him a, I give, I give this kid a, a silver piece and say, "Run and get your sling and bring it back here." All right, he heads off. All right, all right. Um, I say to the group, "Listen, we need to stay here as a defensible position. Our group was injured. We did not expect the wear rat. We need time to recover our strength and then take the fight back to her. In the meantime, you need to make sure no rats get in here. If you are attacked, do not attack her. She can only be harmed by silver weapons." Aim for the smaller rats. Does the kid come back, Neil? Yes, he does. He comes All back right, with I the get, sling. I give it to Croak. Okay. Nice. Alright. Do you guys have... Do you know so how wait, many what? silver coins you have? I have I've, ten silver coins left after I threw one. Alright, uh, like, I give another seven to you, Croak. I have a bunch of silver coins. Okay. So Neil, how many uh, arrows did I recover from the house? Ooh. How many did you fire? Uh, that's a great question. I think I fired five. I'll double check though. Okay, two, three, four, five. Uh, why would it should be an even number? It should be six. Didn't I fire? Hold on, I'll double check. I know I made. So I made d20. That's plus four. So we've got d20. Hit. Two, three, four, five, five. I only fired five. Oh no, I fired six. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You can recover three of them. Okay. Can I recover the arrowheads for the ones that I can't? Yes. Okay. Three silver arrowheads. And this is why we keep track of how many silver coins we have, kids. <laughs> for this one scenario. Well, you know, sometimes it's very important the type of coin you carry. Yep. Carrying around arrowheads like it's RuneScape. <laughs> Alright. <sighs> so I... You guys look about. It's just you people in here. Yeah. Alright, well, look. Let's keep watches. I'm gonna go yeah. to sleep. I, I say to the um, to it's the priest. I say, middle of the day. It's too early to go to sleep. Well, yeah. we we hold up here. In fact, I want to have a conversation with Van. Like, look, Van. I think that I have the power to kill this thing, or at least do serious damage. It's unlikely to have healed itself overnight. I think it's probably close to dead. It's finding it that could be the problem. Do you have anything that could help with that? You drank a potion, right? Yeah. I don't suppose you have any other potions that could help me out here. 
I've got a potion, but um, I'm not sure it's really going to help you out here. Very well. I um, I go up to the priest and say, we need to stay in watches. Only keep people you can trust on watch. It's possible Aaron is not the only wear rat to deal with. Neil, would detect magic work to identify a lycanthrope? Mm -mm. What about detect evil? Detect Perhaps. evil will detect anyone who's evil, I think. Yeah. Mm. I think... But if we can find work. an evil person hanging around in a random house... Do you have detect out. evil? I don't, okay. but maybe uh, Van does. Uh, I'll double check. I do have divination. That might work. I think... I'd have to double check, but I think lycanthrop, like true lycanthropes are evil in the monster's manual. Seemed pretty evil to me. When I was trying to close up. No alignment. Yes, I do. I can know the alignment of any... Oh, wait, is it a group? No, it's not the same thing. Uh, different, yeah, different spell. Detect evil, do you have that? There is no detect evil. Ah, oh, shit. There is a Detect Evil Cleric spell. It's first level, yeah, page 253 of the Player's Handbook. Uh, what's the sphere of it? Divination. The school, oh, no, the school is divination. I don't know what the sphere is. There's Detect Magic, Poison, Snares, and Pits for uh, first level divination. Okay. It may be... Is it under the school of all? Yes. Detect Evil Priest spell. Sphere, all. Oh, cool. I didn't actually know about all those. So do you have that? Yes, I can't, but I don't have it memorized. I'd have to memorize Yes, it. but tomorrow we can use it to track it down, find it, and then I can uh, kill it. Yes, let me see how Detect Evil works. It's like, um, I think it's like a, a bar in front of you for like 120 yards. A 10 foot wide, 120 long bar. We okay. just use it to scan all the buildings. So it is no worth noting that... Uh, the spell discovers emanations of evil from any creature, object, or area. Character alignment, however, is only revealed under circumstances, unusual circumstances. Characters who are strongly aligned, who do not stray from the faith, and who are of at least ninth level may radiate good or evil. But that is for humans. So detect evil yeah. doesn't work on humans, but on monsters like were-rats or beholders or dragons or whatever, it will give you an effective use. Okay. Great. So we can Great. use it to track it down tomorrow. Yes. Well, unless anyone else has anything to do. Malachi, uh, next time we get into combat with it, I have, a, uh, I have a spell that might help protect you from her swords so you don't have a repeat incident. Yeah? We nearly lost you, friend. But, uh... You nearly lost Malachi, huh? <laughs> what, uh, what, spell? what spell is that? Oh. Uh, I can turn your skin as hard as bark. Okay. Quite literally into bark. Well, if it comes to it, I'll be appreciative. I, uh, I think I can pack enough firepower to put this thing down. Good. She should only be able to recover at a slow rate. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh my god, guys. Well, let's, uh, Van, maybe you can talk our priest friend here into healing, um, no. I don't think he's a cleric. Oh, okay. I, I like. I would know that, right? A difference between a priest. Yes, and a cleric. yes. He's definitely a priest, not a cleric. Okay. Well, I don't think it's worth anyone venturing outside tonight. Uh, no. Get what rest you can, and we'll deal with this plague at first sunlight. Okay. 
So, oh my God. Um, let's take a look. Well, you said your charisma just is six, Malachi. Yes. Uh, croak. Uh, heal sing. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I have more empathy for my parents now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom does that all the time. Yeah. Calls me by my brother's name. I got brother, other brother, dad, then me. Oh God. Once or twice, even my sister. It's the worst. Um, modifier of six. Okay, so Fanny comes up to you. Van Helsing, a little bit nervous, and goes, "Um, where where rats? Right? That that's what that's what Aaron is. A, a, a were rat? Yes. That's like a werewolf, right? Except a rat. Oh, uh, he got bit. Who got bit, ma'am? We gonna need to put them down right now. Well, oh, no, hold on. Really? Do it? No, 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 no. How long ago did down. they get bit? I my. My son was was bitten by some rats. I, I don't. Are, are all the rats wear rats? Will they all? No, we don't know. But we have well, some magic for that. For for now, it would be best if we kept your son under. Well, he's been fine. It's been it's been a couple yes, of weeks. I understand. We will not harm him. I have no when's intention the, of harming when's the child. Moon? The... Do we know when the moon? When, when, tell me, Father, Father Priest, uh, when is Falumbra uh, at her fullest in the sky? Uh, a week in two days. A week in two days. We're likely fine. To be safe, yeah. you should keep your child under watch. It's going to be like the first two days or three days before the moon, and then the last like two or three days after the moon. So he'll be fine right now, but he needs to get killed. I don't think so. Do you, do you say that in game? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I say no Croak. because no because Croak doesn't know anything about the. Yeah. I do say he needs to die, but I don't say the bit about the moon. Yeah. I say Croak. We don't need to go killing children. I I talked to a cleric in Redport before we left. I know a thing or two about lycanthropy. He'll likely be fine. Just to be safe, we should keep your child under watch, ready to be restrained if he starts to turn. But I suspect it'll be okay. Do not panic. I would just, when the full moon is due, perhaps uh, tie him up for the evening. I know it's a little bit harsh, but it's better than uh, your entire family being killed. Uh, Neil, is there any way to detect lycanthropy? I can't give you a straight up answer like that, but you can go ahead and you know come up with ideas on your own. Okay. Uh, I say to Mal Malachi, do you have the ability to detect curses? No, but I do have a plan. I take out a silver coin and I like push it hard into his forehead. Does he react differently than one might expect? Oh, uh, Fanny's son, little Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he just, mm, you know, it's uncomfortable. Sure, I try the same thing with a gold coin. Now stay still, boy. It seems just as uncomfortable. <laughs> ah, well, I did my tests. Oh, I, I think the kid's fine. But who can know, for sure. Like I said, tie him up on the night of the full moon. And, um, you know, if he, maybe you should acquire a silver dagger just in case you need to, uh, Put him out of his misery. Don't worry. I think he is fine. Um. Okay. What are our provisions like in here? 
Not a lot, says the priest. We have food for me and a few of the other people, plus sacraments. I don't think it could feed the whole town for more than a day. I don't plan well, to stay in here very long. We only need one night. Yes. We simply need a night to recover our strength. So we're just to hide for yeah. a day? What about bathrooms? Find a room that isn't in use. And we just shit and piss in the temple? What else do you intend to do? Not desecrate the holy temple? Right, let's... Send people... it's, still day t it's still daylight. Send people outside. Let's arrange it. Well, then why are we all hiding in here? We know we know Erin is this beast. What? We can because see her. Because she can shapeshift into any rat. She can oh. shapeshift to be as small as a rat or as large as a humanoid rat. Oh. It's not safe to be in your homes tonight. Look, all of the men of fighting age, stand up. They How many stand. are there? Uh, 45. Oh, but a lot of the so people that stand up that are of fighting age are like 12 and 13. Sure. So I arrange them into nine groups of five. Okay. And then split the remaining hours of the day into nine and say, groups of five are on watch. If anyone needs to use the bathroom, the five of you go out and escort them. Just to use this, just use the side of the temple. Don't take too much uh, risk, and then enter back in straight away. Make sure you bring torches and anything else you might need. Okay. Make sure you're not ambushed. All right. You set your plans and continue about in the day. Um, the atmosphere is one of nervousness and uncomfort, discomfort. How closely am I being watched by Van and by Fanny? Um, Fanny is very obsessed with little Jimmy. Uh, her son. She is worried not... for his life. Sorry. I think when I'm not interacting with the townspeople, I'm probably with the group. I figure we try to stay together. Yeah. But I, I do break off occasionally to like go talk to people. When I notice that people are like getting sort of nervous and restless, I try to like I go and I give a speech to calm people down. Right. You manage to keep everyone's, you know, everyone nice and calm, but there's still nervousness through the air. Yeah. I want to find like a nice. I'm going to look through the church's rations, find like a nice pie, something that seems really nice that like probably their best piece of food or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put on my leather gloves, crush up some berries on it discreetly. Um, keep it, you know, keep, you know, two or so of them in there then walk over to Franny and say, you know, I, I apologize, miss. I really, I shouldn't have, have been so, uh, aggressive about this. We have two powerful magic users here, and I'm sure that they will find a, a, a cure for your son if he is indeed inflicted with lycanthropy. Uh, can I can I offer you can I offer him this you know morsel? I found it, fixed it up for him. It should be quite delicious. I, in my way of apologizing, you know, food speaks straight to the heart. Thank you, thank you. That's a very. I don't think the city folk quite understand that, but yes, you're you're absolutely right. Um, she takes a slice of the pie, lets you know that so and so who makes this pie makes the best pies in town, and offer often brings them to the the brother here, you know, for her services, and she'd be happy to have some. Takes a slice for herself, uh, takes a slice for her son. I was thinking of like a single serving, but that'll work for me. Oh well, if she takes a slice, then you know she splits it between her and her son. Sure, that they works for me. It. That Jesus, you motherfucker! <laughs> that is cold, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I go to sleep as soon as it's sort of reasonable. 
I want to get yeah. an early start. Once it's, once it's dark enough, I make sure we have other watches set up, and I uh, I get my six hours that I need. We've got five on watch teams. Yeah, I, I warn the people, like, only wake people up if it's an emergency. Uh, Malachi and I need to have uninterrupted sleep. We need to get enough rest to be able to wake up and memorize spells. Right. That night, you guys are on watch. Um, well, where are, I think we're asleep, actually. Right, well, someone's on watch. There, There is a watch being held, and the three of you are woken up by the watchman, who's you know, one of the one of the adults around here, one of the adult males. Uh, he wakes you guys up and goes, "There's there's something wrong. I, it's there, I, we don't we haven't seen any rats or anything, but there's something wrong." What's going on? Come with me. Shh. Right. Quiet. He tiptoes. You know, everyone's kind of spread out in the uh, the big main chamber of this temple, and he I leads follow, you. Yeah, I, I I follow behind him like. Five feet behind him. Like, I, I stay, I want to keep him in front of me. Sure. He leads you over to Fanny and little Jimmy. Yeah. Well. Um, they seem to be unconscious, but they are sweating. And he says that they've been kind of writhing around a little bit. You think, you think it's them? You think they, the curse has gotten them? No. We can't be too careful now. I think it might be a good idea to say goodbye to them if. We know he was bit. We don't know if Fanny was. This is this speaks very ill in my mind. I know Falumbra is uh, going to be close to high in the sky. I would be very scared of keeping. It's not him a around. full moon. Neil, can I make an intelligence check to recognize the symptoms of the Belladonna, given that I was talking about it before? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a fail. All right. I. Is the priest awake? Nope. I wake him up. He joins the conversation. I say, do you have any extra room? Something we can lock them into? We haven't boarded it up. I, my personal quarters are... Well, we've boarded those rooms up rather than try and seal them. Uh, we could unboard them and check it for corners. We can barricade it. Make sure they stay in there for the night. After we make sure that there's no other way rats can get in, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. We should go back to sleep, Van. Croak, can you deal with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll I, take care of we it. We need to get our rest. Yeah. I'll take care of it, yes. Right. Neil, is it it's the point where we now have to sleep another six hours or No, I think we just have to be well rested, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I go back to sleep. Yep, same. Okay. Croak, how do you take care of this? I'm sorry. What was your plan, Van? I wasn't we wanted to really stick them. We wanted to put them in his uh, the priest's quarters, uh -huh. and make sure that room is barricaded, and then like close the door and barricade that door to make sure they can't come out. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I do this as as Van describes. Okay. Before he goes to sleep, I think Van writes a quick note explaining the situation to them. Like he he tells Crook to just leave it inside in case they wake up on the off chance they can read. They they don't wake up when you guys transport them. They're definitely hot yeah, and sweaty. I meant over the night after we right. left there. But as a, a point of order, they, they do not wake up during the transportation. Okay. I would like to make one change to the plan. Um, we're boarding up, so there's a room. Let me understand this, right? There's like a room on the edge of the, of the temple. Yeah. And we're boarding up the inside of it. 
so that they can't rats can't get in, right? But there's like a there's like a four walled room that they're they're in. Yes. Um, okay. uh, so, this is the room that you should be seeing now, in the upper right corner where it says head priest quarters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're boarding it up in between where it says Sayer and Agatha. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're putting them in there. I let the head priest walk out. Could I put a hole in the wall, like in here somewhere, opposite of the door, but still barricade this up? Uh, those walls are solid stone. There's no loose mortar or anything. Why are we boarding this room up if if it's solid stone? Uh, you just had to check around the corners, make sure there weren't any cracks that rats could slip through and, and patch any cracks that might have existed. Um, and there was, you know, like one area in the corner where there was like a crack in the, the wall that, you know, it was too small for a rat to get through, but people, you know, wanted to board it up anyway. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it, it's the, the the problem's been taken care of. Well, I'll just board them up like Van suggested and leave them. Okay. All right. Everyone goes back to sleep. Um, the next morning, as everyone's waking up, there's some questions. Um, Such my spells. Thank you. Like what? Where, where's Fanny? Where's little Jimmy? Uh, I explained the situation, that they had started sweating in their sleep. Uh, some of the people on watch were getting nervous. So a, as a precaution, we boarded them up and barricaded them in so they wouldn't Sh Shouldn't we go check on them now that it's morning? Yes, we should. Okay. You guys unboard the door, head inside, and you instantly smell that scent of death. Um, Fanny really? is dead, lying in the bed. Little Jimmy is... Not dead, uh, but still unconscious in the middle of the bed. Is she, like, eaten or just, like, dead? Dead. Okay. Little Jimmy is sweating, and there's a pool of vomit on the bed in front of him. But he is still alive. If Jesus. he's still alive, he definitely is turned. And they didn't kill him. Son of a bitch. I believe... Can I make, like, an intelligence check here? Because I feel like this is symptomatic of something not related to lycanthropy. Like, I feel like that's a pretty clear sign. One of them just died in their sleep, and the other one is, like, vomiting. I feel like that's a sign of poison or sickness. Uh, sure, give me an intelligence check. All right. I pass. So you definitely suspect something is strange. I don't know if you quite finger croak. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't guess it's croak, but I would say because I figure he left that as like an off, like just oh yeah, we should probably kill them. But croak just says stupid shit. So yeah. <laughs> I think I uh, I get up and I go over to Van and I take a look in the room and I say, look, Van, I know you're trying to help everyone, but we've got more important things to deal with today. Let's let the town deal with their own misfortunes. There's little I can do to help these two in the moment, anyways. If he dies, then so be it. I, uh, I say, it's likely, I don't think either of them were were rats. They either, it looks like some sort of illness. I think the boy might make it. Make sure you give him plenty of water. Right. Or beer if you don't have clean water. Uh, a group goes to bury Fanny. Okay, well look, we're going to go and kill this thing. And we'll be back once the town is safe. Alright, everyone stays inside while the three of you head out. Should we take a break now? It's a great place to take a break. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. See you in a minute. 
Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Um, we do want to discuss one quick thing. Malachi pointed out to me, Nick pointed out to me, that I misunderstood and misused sleep earlier. It's already happened, so we're just going to keep that as it, it played out. But I was under the impression that sleep was an AoE targeting the lowest hit die creatures first, but it is actually targeted and should have hit specifically the... Uh, the what are these things? Um, Were rat. Thank you. Uh, Couldn't remember the name. <laughs> uh, instead of AOEing all the lower hit die creatures first. So my apologies and my mistake. But these mistakes happen and we move on because on yep. the bright side we killed all the sleeping rats because of it. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. So uh, you guys are in this village, Ratberg. All right, Vaughn. Detective oh yeah, Laura. let me finish memorizing spells. I started before the break, but haven't finished. Okay. Is there is there anything you can get that can give sort of magical enchantment so attacks? Uh, no, that's under combat. Okay. I don't I don't get access to combat. Do you have plant? I do have plant. Shalele. Shalele? I thought that was a combat. Oh, it might be combat. I just I kind of figured it was plant. Plan. I'll double check. Shalele has a good one. I think it is too. Uh, it's on the next oh, one. Yeah, and plants. Yeah, Shillelagh is combat. It's in both, though. It's in plants oh, as well. It is in plants, so I can use it. So wait, what does Shillelagh do? Is it technically a magic weapon? Yes. Yeah, it'd be like a club or something, or like a stick. Yeah, yeah. Would it be possible for Croak to shoot sheaf arrows from his short bow? No. Yes, I can shoot sheaf arrows. Yes. Not from a short bow, only from long bows. You sure about that? Yes. Oh, but Shillelagh does require an oak cudgel or oh no, or an unshod staff. Okay. We could always get one of those for yeah. near trees, I assume. Sure. Yes. As the material components are a shamrock leaf and the holy symbol. But we do not use um, material components. Oh, uh, if you read the actual spell itself, it oh, says. Oh right, yeah, yeah, oak cudgel. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I could always just give you my stuff. Uh, your shaft is shod. So it needs to be an unshod. So just like a big branch, essentially. Yeah. What the hell does shod mean? It's like having a cap at one end of it. Huh, okay. So I can just go like grab a big tree branch that's reasonably straight and use that. Yeah. Okay. And then define the spell. Uh, what am I looking for? Oh, right. Bows, 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 bows. That's a, ma a magical weapon. You know, there's there's another spell called. Oh, it's a combat one. That's good though. Magical stone. Right. So longbow has uh, ranges for flight and sheaf arrows, while shortbows only have one range for flight. Um, I think somewhere else it says something specifically about sheaf arrows and longbows. Would it, so I have three silver arrowheads. Would it be possible to like? refit some of his flight arrows to make them work with the silver? Probably takes too much time. Um, you could would been, need a bower or Fletcher, and they can do that for you. Uh, there's probably a, a Fletcher yeah, in town. There's one in, in the village. I think it's more important to go after and get her before she like leaves yeah. town. I, I, I want an estimate of how long it'll take, six hours. We could have been down. doing it, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he well, he can do it on his own. You just have to leave him a few arrows and arrowheads, and you can just come back and get take? it. 
uh, we're just switching out the heads, right? Yeah, just the heads. If you're just switching out the heads, it doesn't take very long at all. It'll take him maybe 15 or 20 minutes. I give him three arrowheads. I, I like, take... I sit, or, okay, I ask Croak for three of his flight arrows and just say, put silver arrowheads on these. I wish you do I mean, I'll give them to you, but I think it's going to take you way too long to, it, like... He said 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you're, just un, you're untying an arrowhead, pulling it off, putting another on, because and tying it in the it time on. where he's doing that, I'm going to memorize spells. Yeah, okay. it's the, yeah. the shaping of the arrows that take a long time to make. More than three, maybe. No? You have three arrowheads. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but you could just take the heads off your arrows and put them on his arrows. Oh, but hold on. Van Helsing, you had sheaf arrowheads made, right? Oh, is there a difference? Yeah, they're bigger and heavier. I guess you could use a sheaf arrow... I don't know why you can, can't can use sheaf arrows with short bows. Maybe they're just it's long like... and cumbersome and the head is a little bit awkward because they're bigger... I think... It's got to be the length of the arrow penalty. that the string doesn't pull back far enough. Could he fire with the penalty? I always interpreted the lack of a second set of ranges to just mean that short bow shoot the same regardless because it's already the lower range. Hmm. That might explain. I don't see anything that specifically says you can. So that's but does okay. it say you can't? No, not, like not that I saw. There, it does have a brief description of longbow arrows of each type, flight and sheaf, in the longbow description. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say... But I mean, I don't know. I don't understand why you couldn't have short bow arrows of long and sheaf either. Yeah, but it specifically says arrows for longbows of all types are divided between lightweight flight arrows and heavier sheaf arrows. Right, but like fly arrows have longer ranges and da, 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 she found, why yeah, why true. doesn't that also apply for short bows, yeah? It doesn't really matter. We're good. Hmm. This is something I'll, I'll think on. It is a ambiguity. Um but so we, you guys oh yeah, what were you doing, Malachi? Can we make some silvered arrows from twos? Or not? Um because you've got the sling, if all else fails, you know. Yeah, I'll just say it does d6 damage. It just does normal... You can attach the sheaf arrowheads to the flight arrows, and it'll just do flight arrow damage, because it comes from okay. the pull. That yeah. seems good. Yeah. Okay, and then while he's good. doing that, I'll memorize... So wait, so how many do you do, Vaughn? Just three. Just three, I think, three should, I think you should do more than three. I think you should replace the arrowheads and put them on. I don't have that many. I only have ten in total. Yeah, but you've got a, you've got a combat weapon. Are you going to do it? Um... Okay, I tell Malachi to go get me a staff then. Like, just go find a big stick that I can turn into a shillelagh. And I grab two of my sheaf arrows, uh, rip the arrowheads off, and give him those arrowheads to put on other arrows. Yeah, five yeah. arrows. I'll go, and, I'll go and take the, the current five-man watch with me. Sure. To, to go and find a, a stick. All right. Um, we can actually just kind of skip ahead in time here a little yeah. bit. You guys spend the day doing these things and looking about... And search high and search low, you find no sign of Aaron. I, well, there was one thing I wanted to do. Hmm. I have some magic for that. Yeah, yeah, you do. Detect evil. Yeah. Okay. But first, I just need to find the last spell I want to memorize for a second level. Uh, you know what? We'll just go with this. Oh, yeah. Cool. I got my last one. But search high and search low using detect evil. There's there, there's no sign of her, and there's no sign of any living rats anywhere. 
Hmm. I'll go ahead. It's a 120-yard cone in, the, in every direction. Yeah. That is more than enough to cover the entire town, the village. The village is very, quite small. So she left we, don't, we don't pick her up somewhere outside of town. Mm-mm. I look down to see if she's underground. No, no. You, there's no detection of her anywhere to be found. Uh, oh, Croak, you're at four HP, right? I am. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you healed him. Oh, you're at five because I healed you for. No, you're four. I healed you for. Healed him for I three. Four. You're now at six. Oh my god. Nice. And now what? you're at. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. All right, interesting. Well, um, it looks like uh, she's gone. Can we open up the tunnel? Like that she went under. Like how big is it? It's pretty small. You could spend some time excavating it with some people. I just want to know where it goes. I think it's just. Is there like running water down it? Do we have enough water? Like, can we can we put smoke? Smoke will come out, right? Can we just burn a bunch of like ash and like smoke, pour smoke into this hole and see where it comes out and maybe like figure out outside of town where it ends up. It's gonna be impossible to find this thing if it if it's. I I have tried smoke bombs on gopher holes before. They don't really work well. They don't. Right. No. I feel like she. Okay, so I, I say to the group, last when we fought her, she mentioned that she had to run away. She had to relocate to this town. It's why she's a newcomer. It's very likely she ran away again. Yeah. A place to live. No, oh, we could spend all. Just finding her then, Van. What? How would you suggest finding her? We need to rid the the countryside of this menace, right? In order, to... I don't believe we can. I think we should go back to town, tell them what we learned, and tell them the next time there's giant rats, they should know that they're not just dealing with giant rats; they're dealing with were rats. I agree with Van. At least for now, the town is safe. It will take her a long time to uh, amass an army such as she had before. Yes, we did kill over thirty rats. Get the get, get the scout. Okay. That works for me. I like yep. I like Red Port a whole lot better than I like this little peasant town. So let's do it. So I go back to the temple. Mm-hmm. All right. I I kind of um, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'll tell the priest essentially our plan that she probably relocated and moved to a new town. Yeah. The town sorry, breathes I, a collective sigh of relief and go about their work. Sure. All right. Dismiss the town, and then I guess we we head back to Redport. Yeah. Before we leave, I tell them that if they start seeing um, giant rats in significant numbers again, to immediately send for Redport again, and to announce that it's likely the work of a were rat. Sure. You know, before we before we leave, I want to go and check Aaron's house. Yep, it's pretty empty. There's not a lot going on in here. Is there any anything at all that looks like uh, you know an item of hers? Yes, you find a hairbrush. Okay, now I'll take that. Is there any hairs on it? Yes. Mm, I take them. Okay. Yeah. Malachi the creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Malachi okay. the diviner. I'm going to speak to my friend um, in town, the elf. All right. Anything else? No. Uh, that might belong to her. Yes. Yeah, There's uh, some know. other items of clothing. They're Just pretty clothing. raggedy. Nothing that looks. Nothing that looks. Um. Like I can't think of the right word, but like an emotional. Tie to her, something that she might want to get back. No, just a bunch of ratty items. Ratty um, items. 
one thing to note about uh, I was reading chat. Somebody mentioned we never buried Scooby. Yeah, I saw that. He's there now. He's dead on the floor. Yeah, we should probably bury it's him. Kind of rotting. No, I don't. I don't. Leave him. He yeah. died as he lived in battle. <laughs> in battle. <laughs> so I want to say to someone of the villagers on my way out, <laughs> the name of this town. Where did it come from? Ratberg. I mean, just given the events of the last day or so, it seems rather uh, coincidental. Coincidental, or she heard a place called Ratberg and decided that was a good place to hole up. I can rightly tell you, we're changing the name. I think it's for the best. Don't gotta... suppose there's a, a Ratville next door, or you know, <laughs> no, uh, no, no. We're the only one. Town. We're the only one by this name around here. Um, you got okay. a, a good name for us, maybe? No Ratberg. Mm. Um, Houndsbane. Houndsbane. Rat. What about Ratbane? That works. Ratbane or a uh, Rat Hell or Scoobyville. Uh, I feel like Rat Hell could be hell run by rats. That's no, true. That's true. Cool. Uh, what about um uh, Scoobyville? Scoobyville. That's a stupid name. What about that's um? Stupid as Ratberg. <laughs> you know, I think it once upon a time was called Rathberg, and then the, the H got dropped or something, or the sound got dropped and well, became Rapper. There's a big sign on like the church that has the name of the town, but the H fell off. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, go back to Rathberg. Maybe we'll go back to Rathberg. That sounds good. That's, that's a real good idea. Should have thought about myself, actually. All right. All right. Well, see you around. Toodles. Glad to have helped. Uh, uh, they wave you off, and you guys head back into the hills on your way back to uh, Redport. Yep. And I hope Croak survives with his 7 HP after four healing spells. Oh, 7 <laughs> HP. Poor Croak. Yeah. All right. It is a fairly uneventful journey back to Redport. You don't run into anything. You see a couple of travelers on the road, but they keep to themselves and don't even really acknowledge your existence. I ask them uh, if they've seen any big rats. You get a, a quick shake of your head and people move on. Uh, one of the carts has some younger ladies in it that whistle at Van Helsing as you guys walk by, but that's about it. I wink at ladies. <laughs> how oh. Are they? oh no! Uh, um, how attractive are they? Uh, one that is a standard deviation below average attractiveness, and a pair actually of standard right. deviations below. They, they normal whistle at me and kind of like over his shoulder, just like wave over his shoulder as he goes by. Yes. Ooh, Catberg. That might have been better. Ooh. It's not bad. That would be a good one. Yeah. Well, you don't want to work hard next. It's even worse. <laughs> Why did you name this place Catberg? That's ridiculous. Oh, well, you should have heard about the rat problem. <laughs> I'm going to get Dogberg and get Weredogs. Oh, God. It's just a terrible spiral. All right. Eventually, you guys make it back to Redport in the evening. Uh, actually, you had probably spent a full day searching for rats and would have spent another night. There, I feel like um, the detect from e or the detect evil was kind of the thing that made me think she's not here anymore, and I would have cast yeah. that pretty early. Yeah, yeah, I think we would have left as soon as that didn't work. Okay. Yeah. 
Because like, right. it lasts a few minutes, I would have run around the town trying to find... You wouldn't stuff. even need to. You could just stand in the middle and do a circle. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, I feel I would have had a few minutes, so just to be safe, I would have run around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I've not seen her and thought, okay, she's gone. Anyway, the you guys get back to Redport by the end of the day. Actually, a little bit after dark, because it, it's a long trek there. Mm -hmm. um, you make it back to lovely, happy Redport. Is the town crier out at this time, or do I have to wait until tomorrow? You're going to have to wait till tomorrow morning. Everyone's asleep by now. All right. Uh, you make your way back to your tavern, to your inn. Yeah, and I uh, pull out my my spell book and start studying. Okay. Now, how are we dealing with in prices and stuff? We were doing monthly, monthly right? Expenses, right? Yeah. Okay, and so this is all still within the month of February. We haven't moved on. Right. Are we just going to be doing stuff over the whole two months, or are we going to fast forward? Oh, so no. I owe you 250 gold? Something hmm? like that, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's 50 GP per level of for monthly expenses. Okay. Basically. Because uh, that, that includes, you know, food, drinks, maybe this little bit thing here, this little thing that there. It's, it's a lifestyle choice. If you would like to lead a poorer lifestyle you can lead poorer lifestyles and pay significantly less. But if you want, like, um, a middle-class lifestyle, it's 50 GP per level. Why does it go up as you level? I think you just end up having extra expenses as you level, you know, and because it... Because it's based on the old, like, set up your castle, raise an army notion of Dungeons and Dragons, where you'd adventure and then you'd switch over to your war gaming. Like, it's a holdover from Gygax. Yeah, it's probably just a bit of old. Um, well, it's a good thing Croak is loaded then. Well, yes. I pay the um because I can't, I can't afford this month's rent. Well, well you still have like three weeks, two weeks. That's yep. true. So I guess we should probably just adventure the entire time okay. here. Sure. Or if you guys yeah, want no. to live a poor or squalid lifestyle, so should I stop just... paying for things? Um, no, just like not for drinks and inns. So like, what? Should I start asking you if I should buy things or not? Because I've been, I've been going every time I bought something, I've been marking off gold and silver and copper, and based on the player's handbook. Yeah, I think for most things, like if you're buying rope, you pay for your rope. That's not a lifestyle expense or living expense. I think we're talking in anything that is kind of like just necessary to keep on going. I feel like going. 250 gold is a lot for living it in. It is. Know? It really 200, is. 250. 50. Right? 50 per level, but he's level 5. But I'm level 5, oh, shit, so I'm yeah. 250 gold here, right? But, but then, basically, 250 gold a month, I feel like I should be living like a king. Yeah, yeah that's really expensive. Yeah, Neil, it's, it's too much, though. It is. It is. And it it's should not just like be, I'm, I could get behind 50 It's not like gold. I'm working and having a stipend that's paying some of that off. Right, like mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think 50, like, fifty gold. Yeah, I feel like a fifty makes flat makes sense. But, yeah. It does, but so this is where we come into some issues because we decided that we were going to play by the book, no optional rules, what it says, yeah. and some of these rules don't make sense, which is why we don't typically play with them. Yeah. So if we are going to go ahead and house rule one thing, then we're slippery sloping that's ourselves fair. into house ruling many things. I mean, and that's fine, but we should make a conscious decision as a group how we want to approach the the core rulebook only. Because clearly, the core rulebook doesn't always well, work. Well, look, we've already made one. some exceptions, right? There's already certain material components for spells we're going to have to need. Like, I can't cast Identify without a pearl. Um, 
Yeah, but I think that's more because the pearl is described in the actual text of the spell rather than as a material component. You know, like is it rather... and also encumbrance. Mm -hmm. We're still using that, and that's a. I mean, that's true. Not stupid. Because there is no optional, like there is no non-optional encumbrance rule. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It would just be like you can carry as much as you want without any, like you can carry infinite pounds. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm only exactly. okay with leaving it as it is. I just, I'm going to have to be successful stealing here to pay for everybody. I'm going to have to knock over a few jewelry shops, which is fine. I have plans to do so. Mm -hmm. but it's, it, I'm going to end up having to fence off a lot of gems and replace them and keep doing that each month. Right. Do you, like, yeah, do you just, um... If we're spending like, 16 weeks here, it's going to literally end up costing like 2,000 gold. Yeah, the only reason I'm concerned is because it's like a month's expense is 150 gold coins for me, but I feel like as a group, we make significantly less than what would pay those like expenses. Right. So we I could... Pay all of your expenses, right? I have the money. We... But I just need to continue making that money, right? So we need to set up time for, I guess, Croak to roleplay, like stealing all of the money. Yeah, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense that right? like, Croak is a very successful thief. Our taxes. Everyone would have to make as much money as Croak. No, because I'll just... I can make so much more money than you guys can. I just I, mean if the general I, people I in the world would have to make loads of money. Gems, right? like, I'll pay for all of you. Well, right? hold on. We could also... We should make this decision together as a group. Um, but we can say we're going to start altering the rules where they fail to make sense. Which is legitimate... And now that we've... What is this? Like week seven or eight? Eight, eight? We've been at this for a while. We've given the rules as written a pretty good shot. And I think it's an acceptable time to start slowly bringing in house rules. Yeah, I would agree. All right. All right. Because it goes from like one GP a month... Uh, five silver a month for poor. Five GP a month for... Uh, no, Squalid is five SP. Poor is five GP. I think if we want to just say 50 GP a month... For living expenses for middle class, that's fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. That's still a lot. It's still yeah, a lot. I mean, it's... That makes sense, though. I mean, but it's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, a trained craftsman makes what one gold a day. Something like that. So that's one point okay. six gold per day. Uh, food per day is like six silver, and in per day is like five silver. So you're already most of the way to fifty GP just in in and food. Any yeah, other little expenses is, that come along yeah, would be like extraneous expenses get lumped in. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy with that, and that's good. Okay, cool. So, that's that's the way it is now. Yeah. All right. I'm cool with house ruling as long as we like discuss it as a group before we incorporate anything. Yeah, yeah, that's how it should be done. Um, so you're you're back in in Redport at your inn. Everyone's hanging out in the common room. Well, a few people are hanging out in the common room. Uh, not much is going on. So, how long has it been, Neil, since we start the session? Um. You guys started on the 10th today. This night is the 14th. You're about to head into the 15th. Okay. So, one, I want to start learning Flaming Sphere. All right. What are your chance to learn is 75%? Yep. And it's a second level spell? Yep. Okay. Okay. Marked whether you have it or not. All right. Good. Uh... And if it's daytime, I'm going to go and head, head over to, um, what's his shop? Sithledon's Magic Store. Sure. 
Um, is there anything else you guys want to do that night, or we just skip to the next day? Um, I'll take a look around for uh, my uh, contact in the alleyway. Uh, your contact is not in the alleyway. Then I'm, uh, yeah, I take a look and I come back. Okay, cool. Let's just skip to the next day. Today is the 15th. Uh, you guys okay. wake up, you're well rested, you can memorize your spells or do whatever. The yeah, bustling gonna... port city is active. Let's see if I can actually heal Croak for something significant. I take two more <laughs> from the ones that I cast. Yeah, you're back. Yay! Thank you, Van. That's yep. as much healing as he got in the previous two days. Yes. Oh my god. Van just needed to be closer to town. The, the poor people were bringing yeah. him down. That's, that's what it does. They weren't eating enough cake. Um, okay, so uh, in Bustling City, I, I'm going to check out the alleyway again. If he's not there, I'm going to go to the uh, Infant Mortality. Is that what the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure enough. You go into Infant Mortality, and you see your, your guy. He's got his feet up on a table and is talking with another person. I walk over and put my feet up on the table next to both of them and order a drink like I yell, like, Whiskey! Uh, they continue to chat for another 15 or 20 minutes, and then the guy leaves and comes over and sits down next to you. Any, oh, no, no. I sat down at their table. Oh, at their... I thought you meant the table next to them. At, no, at their table. At their table, put my feet up, order a whiskey, listen to what they have to say. I, okay. Cool. So he turns to you and goes, Ah! Well, how did it go? I went well, went well. You gonna introduce me to your friend here? I'm Croak, Croak the First. Pleasure to meet you. I like lean, I pull my feet back, lean in, handshake. That guy shakes your hand. Croak the First, is there a second? Um, not yet, but well, at least not one I know about. Right, okay. Um, nice to meet you, Croak the First. Uh, so, Tell me, what's your name? Jacob. Jacob. It's always a pleasure. He interested in our goods? I look at uh, my other friend. Uh, he gives you a bit of an elbow in the side and says, Jacob, Croak uh, and I have some business to discuss. I hate to interrupt our, our chatting here. Would you mind coming back in half an hour? And Jacob gives a bit of a nod and heads out on his own. Lovely meeting you, Jacob. I'm sure we'll meet again. Um... He so, turns uh, to you and shakes his head and says, that was unprofessional. <laughs> I know, sir, but uh, yeah, I figured you weren't doing me any favors trying to keep me in the dark, so I figured I'd learn what I can about your friends. Now, I got your goods. I'll be happy to hand them over to you. I want one piece of information in return. Your uh, contact there, I've seen him before. Uh, I want to know where he is uh, hiding out at where his uh, locale normally is, and uh, I want to know his name. I need to meet this uh, gentleman. Why? And what is your relationship with him? Oh, well, you see, your merchandise that uh, he acquired down in Anvil, well, I'm the one that gave it to him. Oh, you're the supplier. I have my hands in many pies. Unfortunately, uh, Anvil will not uh, be producing any more of these. Uh, had some trouble with a cleric. I see. 
So I moved up here. Uh, the previous supplier, uh, Mr. Reggie, was uh, unsuited for the job. I saw to it that uh, he took his punishment for getting caught. Um, and I made sure this delivery happened now, both over the mountain and to you yourself. So I'd like to know that man's name. We, we have some uh, unfinished business to discuss. Um, and yes, consider your test well and truly passed. And I'll pull out of my backpack a little sack and hand it to him. All right. He just sets it underneath the table. His name is Christy. Christy. Yes. Excellent. His friends call him Chris. Chris. I shall take note of that on my handy dandy character sheet you can't see, sir. Now... I need to know where he usually stays. He's dressed in fineries. I took him for a noble first time I saw him. He is. Where about? Well, I suppose if Anvil has fallen apart, then I have no need for him. He lives in Hillsborough. Hillsborough. That's an actual town near me. Yeah, it's a town. It's the, yes, Hillsborough. All right. Actually, quite famous in Liverpool, a place called there was a football ground, Hillsborough. Oh, and uh, like 20, 30 years ago, there was like a, a stampede of people trying to escape, and like like oh. twenty five, thirty people got like. I've heard about them. that. Yeah, and like the newspapers tried to blame the the fans of the Liverpool team, and uh, like that's like a really big deal in the city. Ooh, pretty cool. Well. <laughs> um. Yes, he's uh, a, a noble of minor repute, uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel, as they would call it. But it still lets us get around, helps us cross bridges that otherwise wouldn't be crossable, if you understand me. Oh, I understand very well. Uh, I understand the need for people of uh, clean rap sheets and uh, sparkling uh, public images. Now... Mm -hmm. So, this business you have with him, it won't, doesn't happen to lead to his demise, does it? I sure hope not. I hate to lose assets. Well, I would hate to hear of anything happening to him. I... I promise you that uh, the ball is entirely in that man's court. Uh, mm. If he is willing to hear me out as a reasonable gentleman like yourself will, then he will have no issues with me and will continue doing business. But if he has a, a stick up his butt, if you will, we may have to have a problem. All right. Fair enough. Well, you should go now. I have plenty of business to attend, and I would appreciate it if you acted a little more professionally in the future. I can't have employees who are disruptive to business. I'm a freelancer, son, but all right. I'll uh, keep that in under advisement, if you will. Um, mm. And I shoot my whiskey when it comes over, and... Uh, I'll walk over to the. I'll walk out of the bar actually this time. Okay. All right, you exit. Uh, rest of the party. Uh, I yeah. talk to the town crier when the morning comes. Sure. Um, I tell him we killed over thirty rats. All the rats in the village. Uh, they were actually headed by a were rat who ran off. Dear God. Uh, next time you hear complaints of a giant rat, assume it's the same were rat causing trouble. 
How'd you drive it off? It almost killed two of our party members, but I thought to buy silver arrows before we left. It ran off. Well. I kind of show him the silver from my quiver. Mm -hmm. He gives you a look up and down and goes, You're an exceptional class of mercenaries, then. We may have some more things coming up that are more up your alley than, you know, these day-to-day -day tasks. The lack of authority in Redport, well, lack of soldiers in Redport has uh, opened up certain gaps in power. And while there are few monsters ranging in the hill in the Windsong Hills these days, there are other things that can be dangerous. I that is way too loud. Uh, we'll have to wait until another time. I wouldn't agree to any job without my without my party here to accompany. No, no, we we have no such tasks at hand now. Maybe next week. Very well. Uh, I we reside here in the Sin. I'll inform you if we ever intend to move to another one. Okay. Until then, feel free to approach me if you have any work. You guys part ways. Um, oh, and the fifty gold. Oh yes, he gives you fifty GP. Cool. All right, uh, I have I have plans. You have plans. Yep. All right. Is there like a main um, market area square? Yes. Is there? This is a big trading town, so there's people selling all manner of things, right? Yes. Down by the docks is where most of the trading goes, uh, and then there's like a actual town square for this town in and of itself. Okay, I want to make a guess as to where people selling the most valuable stuff are likely to be. Especially like rare, one-off things. Those seem to be the nice large shops that border the docks. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. And uh, is the magic, the, the wizard shop and the cleric shop, are they here? They are just inside that area. They're near the All docks, right. but you know, a little bit away. So I want to cast Detect Magic. And I just want to scan these shops. These shops right down by the, the front? See, find if one's maybe got a magical Ooh. item. Detect Magic. A stone wall of one foot or more thickness, solid metal of one inch, or a yard more of solid wood blocks the spell. Yep. I'm guessing that the stone walls are on a foot thick. No. Yeah. No, you can definitely scan the shops. So if there's multiple magic items, I'll pick the one that's got the most powerful radiation. Okay. And then I'm going to go into that shop and identify the source of the the item. All right, just give me a moment here to think about these things. Okay, yep. Um, you definitely spot some magic. Mm-hmm. You have two sources of magic. Um, one has a... has uh, One shop has two dimly... Dimly magical items, faint magical items. Uh, no, yeah, dim. Dim is the weakest. It goes dim, faint, moderate, strong, overwhelming. These are one place has two dim magical items. Mm -hmm. The other has. Oh god, I have to. Um, a faint item. Four moderate items. 
Hold on, I need to make notes while I'm doing this. Um, so I was not prepared for this. Yeah, sorry. So, no, no, <laughs> this to, is beautiful. All right. Yeah. This is beautiful. Um, I was half expecting the other source of the magic is the fireball flying at your face. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, what did I say? Um, one faint, four moderate. One faint, four moderate. It has a. What is it? What would that be? Um, one strong and that's it. So a faint, a moderate, uh, one faint, four moderate, and one strong. Okay, so that shop with the all of the items in it, that's not the wizard shop. That is not the wizard's shop. So I'll go the wizard shop is out of range, by the way. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bothered. I just want to make. So I, I want to go in there. Mm -hmm. I want to. First thing I want to do, bear in mind the duration of the spell, is um, identify the source of the strong magic, if it's within. If I can like see it. Yeah. Um, the shop with the four, the the five magic items, right? Six. Six. One faint, four moderate. Yeah. Sorry. The, the six. Is called Boren's Emporium. Okay. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Look going. All right. You uh, actually, 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 wait. Maybe, maybe this isn't the guy to do this to. All right. I go in the other shop. All right. I check. When I go to the other place. You go into the other shop. The other shop is. Um. It seems to be specializing in paper-related products, which is a little bit. Odd, but in this place of all places, not not just paper, but paper, parchment, papyrus, inks, quills. It seems to be a place for those sorts of things. They've got book binding going on. They've got mm -hmm. uh, all sorts of anything related to paper or books or writing in general. Lots of those things. Okay. So I go in. I try and identify the the source of the two faint. Um, oh right, because the the magic stays. For two rounds per level. Yeah. So you yeah. walk in and you can immediately identify the source of magic as uh, two candles that are flanking, that are sitting on these little things that stick out from the back of a, the back wall. So you've got like this open area in front that has a, a few shelves with some small kind of useless things, really samples on them. There's a bodyguard next to the door on the inside of the door with a chain mail on and a steel axe at his side. And then there's a, a counter, and behind the counter is a halfling sitting on a stool, and behind him there's a back door that leads into the rest of the shop behind it, presumably, and on either side of that door is a candle on a little okay. shelf that sticks out from the wall. Are they lit? They are lit. <sighs> this isn't really what I had in mind. Hmm. Um... Okay, so I just, you know, I'm looking around. I'm looking around. The uh, halfling kind of pipes up after a few moments and goes, Why, hello there! Ah, greetings. Can I get you something? You're looking for a book? Some paper? Some writing utensils? Some punts? However you humans say it. Uh, we got all sorts of supplies. Red ink, blue ink, waxes, things to help you seal your wax. We can even make you your own custom seal here if you'd like. You could be as fancy as Baron Redwing himself. 
Oh, Although we, well, we can't make Baron Redwing seal, that would be a cr crime. Don't ask. No, no, no. It's a, it's an interesting offer. I'm just checking out what's available. Uh, the last few places I've been haven't had such a a wide array of uh, writing materials. Well, why don't you let me? Why don't you tell me what you're looking for, and I'll help you find it. I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm a wizard, you see, so it's important for me to have access to writing materials when and if I need them. Well, you'd be happy to know that I have consulted with many wizards in my day, and I have found the proper way to, how do you say this, uh, prepare your spellbook. I think that's the right phrasing there. Mm. Um, we can properly treat your pages with fire retardants and uh, special pages that will dry that much faster so you don't smear your ink, ruin your, your whole page. Uh, no, that's interesting. How much, uh, how much would you charge for these kind of protections? Well, just the standard price for such a thing. Uh, it really depends on the size of the spell book that you want. We of really course. come in two sizes. We've got the smaller traveling sizes that are 50 GP, and we have the larger tomes that you usually you know, hang around home with. Um, considerably more heavy because they have more pages, um, but they're both about the same price per page. Well, you know, I'm a man of fine tastes and uh, I have an eye for things of the strange and weird. I have to say, I've noticed uh, your candles there by the door. He gives you a wry smile as you say that. Yes. Tell me, uh, what is it they do? Well, they never burn out and you can snap your fingers to light them. <laughs> That's in, that's very interesting. Would you uh, be willing to part ways with one of them? Oh, God, no. Do you know how useful those are? In a paper shop? Being able to have candlelight whenever you need? That is, it does sound very useful. I can mm. imagine why you might want one yourself, but sadly they are not for sale. Okay, well, maybe not a, a sale, but how about a trade? I'm listening. I only require one. Uh, I have an amulet here for great magical power. Increases the speed and dexterity of anyone who wears it. Would you be interested in perhaps trading for this? Now, I don't have much use for something like that. Why would you be willing to trade that for a candle? Well, like you said, I don't have much use for it either. I do a lot more writing than I do uh, running. Here, let me show you. And I, I take out my, my gold medallion off my neck. Mm -hmm. Right. And I say, uh, look, you here, you can, you can see the way it catches the light. It's, uh, you can see there's something really magical about it. And I, I wave it and I start mumbling the hypnotism spell. You clever bastard. Oh, there goes another die. I've dropped like 10 of them today. So that's, that's an automatic <laughs> one. Uh, I, no, I thought it was an automatic max. Remember? No, only for initiative. Oh, okay. On the D20s, it's a one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he watches the thing move back and forth in front of him for a few minutes. Um, let me take a look at the spell. Malachi gets caught executed. <laughs> We sur he survives the session with like one or two health. 
gets arrested for trying to hypnotize a shopkeep. Hey, I'm just trying to make a trade. Hard to argue with that logic. Yep. All right. Um, what is the suggestion you give him after the hypnotism or the request? That we trade the I trade the medallion for the candle. He looks at it and goes, you know, that is a... Even though I don't have use for this, I think I might be able to upsell you. Deal! And he grabs your hand really quickly and shakes it. We've shaken Deal. on it. That makes it law. Uh, Alright, well. You got me. Um, he goes over and blows out one of the candles and brings it over to you. Sets it down before you. Um, Click my fingers. It... Click them again. Pick them up and say, well... Uh, you click them again, and they, it doesn't blow out. Oh, okay, I blow it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'll be back. I, I'm going to be needing some some papers and some work doing for my spell book. So I'll see you again soon. What, what was your name? Banks. Banks, Banks is the name. Um, well, did, quick, quick note, quick note. Uh, it, it'll only turn on if you were the last person to touch it. See? And he snaps his fingers a bunch, and it doesn't turn on. That's great. La last person who touches it is the one that can activate it. Well, I hope uh, if you don't find use for the amulet, maybe you can uh, find someone to buy it from you. I I'd do the same, but I just don't have time for to deal in trades. Oh, it's all right. Uh, uh, Rex, Rex, we're, we're closing down shop for the day. I'm going to head over to Slithlet Inns and uh, talk to him about this little wonderful piece of work here. Come on. Uh, uh, he ushers you out the door quickly and has Rex you know, chain and lock the door behind him. Yep. And they right. proceed to head out. Off to Slithidens. No, right, well, I had I had back to the uh, to the end. All right. Are there any other actions we'd like to take? Because we're about to wrap up here. Yeah. I'm I'm good. I got paid. I split. I give Croak uh, and Malachi sixteen gold each. Okay. For the payment. Okay. Cool. So that is this week's episode of Hardcore Heroes. Congratulations on surviving. It was a nail biter for a few moments there. Oh that was boy, fucking was close. Yeah, I was convinced wow. Croak was going to die at the end there. When she passed her saving throw against Sanctuary, I was just like, oh, Croak's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's I my cannot believe too. that you survived. Well, I can't believe that Malachi survived. Yes. Two you have not a lot of HP. Or armor. Uh, well, yeah, you... I... yeah, sorry. Go I was ahead. hoping you would run back to me because I was going to cast Bark Skin on you. Uh. But that was before you took like all the damage and nearly died. Yeah. Oh, it was close. Well, uh, I I never thought that I'd survive four attacks. I have to say, I didn't think you'd only two that. of them hit you though, right? Well, yeah, I never yeah. thought I'd survive two hits. Especially, <laughs> what damage did it do? Longsword does D eight. So would she roll like a yeah. four and a three? I think she did a two on one of them. Okay, so yeah, a, she did two. Four and a two. Yeah, yeah four and a two. Whew. All right, let's do some experience. Where yep. where did I put my books around here? Um, group experience first. So you guys defeated a were rat. Yes. Um, two hundred and seventy experience for that. I'm gonna just add these all up and then divide and figure it out. Uh, How many rats did we kill? Though we killed a lot of giant rats. We did kill a lot of giant ads. Uh, something like 30. I think 30 is actually probably... No, because you poisoned them, right? And there was yeah. all that big stack. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, 
And then we killed. We killed. How many were under the floorboards that we fried up? Six. Okay, so we killed eleven rats in combat, and then the thirty that we poisoned. Thirty. Oh, I think we killed fourteen in combat and thirty okay. poisoned. So total is fifty rats dead. Okay. Um, wow. But yeah. they're you know they're only worth fifteen experience each, so yeah. you know. They're not. Yeah, I guess they went. Yeah, they are giant rats. Okay, fifteen Still each. Over five hundred XP. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty to be precise. Yeah. Um, and let's see. You completed the quest to the best of your ability. You didn't finish off the wear rad, so we'll knock off a bit there. Uh, Croak successfully murdered someone with poison. I don't know if you get any experience for that, though. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm That's almost right. certain he was a lycanthrope. Uh, or like a pit. Well, he survived. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She died. Shoot, kill him when he's human form? Look, he's that's more work for us in the future. Let's yep. see. What else do we have going on here? Um, group experience. I think that's pretty much it in terms of group experience. Yeah, today. I think so. I think I've got quite a bit Can of XP quest experience? Way, though. Yeah, I uh, threw in some quest experience. So divided by three people, that's 507 experience each. If you have okay. your prime requisites, add another 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, individual awards. Player has a clever idea. Croak, knock down a hundred for your oil on the hinges. Um, let's see. Who initially came up with the poison idea? I think that was Croak. Yeah. Mark down another hundred experience for the poison. Do I get one for preemptively buying all the silver stuff? Absolutely. I'm going to say that's an idea that saves the party. So why don't you mark down, um, like, 400 experience because that was wow. critical. That was really yeah. important. That's why she ran away, I assume. Yes. Uh, she can't normally take damage, and you guys almost killed her. Uh, I mean, she still had 7 HP left. Oh, man. You need arrow. to hit a little harder with yeah. your arrows. Yeah. Like, one yeah. good arrow would have finished her, so. Yeah. Um, player has a clever idea. Player has an idea that saves the party. I can have a hard time remembering everything that everyone does. Um,. I feel like we're missing something there. Oh, who locked everyone in the temple? That was my Van. idea to barricade everyone. Mm-hmm. Van, um, why don't you mark 50 for that? Player role plays his character well. You guys are always on point with your role playing. Like It's always spot on. So everyone mark 150 for that. I just... Uh, defeats creatures in single combat. Warriors, priests for successful use of granted power. No, uh, spells cast to overcome problems. Sanctuary and detect evil, which are both first level, so hundred experience. Hundred experience, no experience for the heals. I think those were all out of combat. Mm-hmm. Wizards, um, okay, you learned I've got, I've two quite a bit, right? You learned, learned one alarm, spell, right? Alarm and derisation. Right. Uh, so, so two second level spells and one first level spell. Well, you learned alarm and irritation. Oh, and stinking cloud. cloud? Yeah. You learned all three. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, so that would be two fifty experience. No, I'm sorry. Uh, five hundred experience for learning spells. Nice. And then you cast okay. stinking cloud once. I cast stinking cloud twice. I cast magic missile once. Right. Um, I cast sleep. 
I cast hypnotism. I cast detect magic. Okay, sleep failed improperly. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'll give you experience for it because it should have worked. So sleep, stinking clouds. That's actually that's two fifty. Um, hypnotism is another fifty. Detect magic. Um, another fifty. So that brings us to three fifty. Two sting sting clouds are hundred each, right? Right. Two hundred and the magic missile is two fifty. Sleep that's another oh, fifty. That's three hundred. Hypnotism so, and so it's four hundred, I think. Four hundred, yeah. Okay. Uh, rogue, perfect successful use of a special ability. Um, would you do no? S oh, you pinched someone's butt. <laughs> Two hundred experiences for pinching someone's butt. <laughs> I know. Just go in the tavern. No, no, no experience for that. No yeah, experience for that. I was going to say, like, just pinch every barmaid's butt every time we enter a tavern, no. and you'll be loaded with experience. No. Uh, gold piece of value, treasure obtained, none. Croak, you will, you get the least experience today for the first time ever. Because we had a, for, uh, a like, get the 16. like, an entire, like, episode. Yeah. Does he get the 16 from the, uh, the payment? No. No, that's no. payment, not treasure. What about stealing the candle, Neil? Do I get anything for acquiring a magic item? Magic items are enough of a reward. Okay. Wow, I've got so many things that light up that provide. Well, just light, really. There Malachi the Illuminated. Oh, nice. I like it. Right. Uh, All so right. that about settles us for this week of Hardcore Heroes. We are off for the next two weeks because it is tax season and yes. <laughs> and we all have taxes to do. Uh, and by us, I really mean Greg. Just me. Yeah. Just uh, lots, I did and levels, lots of levels. So nice. Really fast. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do. Let's take care of your level. Would you roll me a d8, please? Yeah. So I'm at, uh, for people following along, I'm at 7,211 experience now. So I'm well within level four. How much? Uh, I leveled at. 5,000, or no, sorry, 6,000. You've only got 7,200. Yep, 7,200. I've got 9,000. I think it's because of all the Siren XP you got. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. So just D8 plus one. For my You've got 15 Without... con? Yep. Okay. Or I think so. Yep, 15 con plus one HP. So I'm probably going to roll two with how I've been rolling today. Oh. Nice. I'm happy with that. So that brings God. you to 22 HP. Yep. That is a lot of HP, man. And it brings you to 18 Thacko. Yes. Nice. Holy shit. Spells. That was a good level up for you. First and second level spell. Yeah. That was a good level up. Yeah, this is a really good one. And then five is great, too, because I get a third level. Yep. Each level is wow. better than the last. Wow. That's a good level. Next time you tank the wear rat. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, to be fair, we didn't really have time to prep. No. Right. Well, oh, wait, does Croak get experience for d noticing that she was a were-rat? Or, like, he was super suspicious of her. Yeah, but I didn't act on it. That's true. I what? was worried if I stabbed her in the back in the middle of town, Van might have an issue. And <laughs> I thought that, like, if I didn't have a silver broadsword, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And I, that seems to be confirmed because I poisoned the kid in his human form and he didn't die. So I, I don't think there's anything Croak could have done about it. Did the kid eat as much poison as the mum? Do we know that? 
trochee. I mean, you would have been watching. I, mean, I, put, I said I crushed two or three berries on it. So I, like, I divided it equally amongst them, and they both made saving throws versus poison, and he passed, and she failed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's not necessarily a wear-up. No. Yeah. I'm almost certain he is. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Neil. That was another good session. Yes. I felt like there was one more thing, but I forgot oh, it already. Reddit? I threw up a Reddit post, so Ooh. talk to us about the episode. Tell us what you think about it. We love to hear it and uh, discuss it with the fans. That's not what I was going to say, but that's a very good point. Uh, are we not doing that one shot that Neil and I were talking about while Greg's out? Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's talk about that off screen. Okay, all right. I felt like there was one other thing that was important that I wanted to give out, but I can't remember it right now. It can't have been that important then. No. All right. That's it, everybody. Take care. We'll see you in three weeks. In three weeks. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.